What's up and welcome to episode 31 of How Not to Summon a Podcast. I'm Shini Senpai and this week I'm joined by the man who would love to stay underground, Jim. I always stay underground, I don't know what you're on about. And that man who wants nothing but Yoko, Grayson. Oh, that's fucking accurate. Look, the original who doesn't bae. want Yoko? The original oh. bay. Oh, OG. <laughs> and if you haven't already guessed, this week we are doing episode 1 to... 8-ish. Eight. Yeah, we're going to do one to eight of Gurren Lagen. Let's do this. Let's do this. <coughs> <coughs> Turn that down. Are you all ready for this? Ready? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, Gurren Lagen. The genre for this is it's an adventure, comedy, and a mech. We all know I hate mech, so it's not... I'm not a fan of mech either. Yeah. There are very few exceptions. This is the exception. I like a couple of mechs. There's okay. not too many. So, I, I like this one. I don't like any. I like Alden Noah Zero as well. No, Fucking sucks. love Alden Noah Zero. No, I watch too many bad ones, like Appleseed and a few others that would just put me off them. Yeah. yeah, but that's your fault. Neon Genesis? Fucking awful. Come at mm. me. I like Aldo Zero. It's a bit of a cross between. The I'm mix. trying to think of more Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. it's, yeah, a mech. it's a mech. <laughs> it's from Japan. Yeah, half the, the footage is. <laughs> no, it's only because they do the same shit at the end of every Power Rangers episode. They yeah. all form up and win. Yeah, like Great no, Megazord. Not having it. No, just one good Power Rangers. The rest of them suck. The new movie was alright. I'll go out it. on a limb. Not bad. You you can go out on a limb. The rest of us will stay off that branch <laughs> at this point. So it was directed by Hiroyuki. Oh God, Hiroyuki Imashi. <laughs> uh, he's known for doing things like Kill a Kill, creating humanity and planets. <laughs> he's also been a key animator in a lot of episodes of Full Metal Alchemists and Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, it shows. And the studio was Gainax, who did Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, it shows. And they also did Akira. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. We like a care around here. Evangelion. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen you it. You guys haven't seen it. I'm old enough to have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> that that might be a little bit of a leg up to a future episode. It is a future episode. Up. Why do you yeah. always say maybe? I like to leave a bit of mystery. There's no mystery There's no when mystery. you say it may be an episode. We're it's a an episode. podcast. We'll spoil our own. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean they need to know exactly what's coming up. They know exactly. Yeah. We're not going. You know, we might we might do this one podcast you've never heard of. Stay you know, tuned next week that. for when we don't tell you what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so the cast of this, uh, I only looked at the three main people: um, Simon, who is voiced by Yuri Lowenthal. He's known mainly for being Miles Morales' Spider-Man in the 2020 game. Yeah, sure. Why? Not? And he's also voiced Spider-Man in a few of the other games as well. Other than that, not really any major voice work. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I haven't really heard that name that much. No, his um, voice was okay. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, not too bad. Whiny, but yeah, that's the character though. Then I looked at Carmina or Bro. bro. We're gonna bro. call him Bro for the for this podcast. Bro, <laughs> bro. Bro. <laughs> bro, and he Rolling is your bees. he is voiced by Kyle Herbert. He is Atomic Samurai in One Punch Man. Sure, why not? Yeah, I get his voice now. And he also plays one of the demon lords, Sullivan, in Welcome to Demon School, no which idea. is um, it's quite a popular anime. Never seen it. Never seen it. Never. Don't, yeah, don't it. even worry. You've seen, seen it. Seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Shock. Season, season Shock. two's Shock. Out, Shock. out now as well. 
Then I looked at Yoko or Yoko Littner. Yoko. Yoko. Uh, we'll call her Yoko. Or Bay. Or Bay. And she's voiced by Michelle Ruff. She is. Ty- We're not going to make a joke about that? What, Ruff? <laughs> I mean, how. I had a dog called Ruff once, which ironically is the same position I'd put her in. She. <laughs> <laughs> I would she say she's 14, but this came out in like 2009, so. <laughs> It's fine oh, now. Yeah, it's good fine now. now. It's 11 years later. She's now technically like, what, 24, 25? She was 16 in the show. No, she wasn't. She was 16. She was not. She's I think 16. she was. She's 16. Mm. Oh, all right then. Fine. I have the statue. I know. <laughs> He's felt it out. <laughs> she voiced... No, it's just, you know, it's broken a lot, so it needed a lot of hot glue. She actually voices the main character of Demon Slayer <laughs> as well. Some fans will get that. Others won't. <laughs> <laughs> there are two types of anime fans. Ones that have hot <laughs> So yeah, going back, she is the main voice of the main character of Demon Slayer, which we know is a massive anime at the minute. Huge. In fact, the movie is the highest selling anime movie that's been made. Yeah. Her voice is very good in this. Everything that she does is very good in this. She's also fair. seen on in Sword Art. Really? Oh, yeah. With the short, oh, okay. Yeah, the short art. Uh, short art. Short, short, short head, head. <laughs> sniper, bang tidy. <laughs> <laughs> Just Sheena describing his penis. I mean, short heart. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, no, no. Not going to say much more. And we'll finally go into some ratings. So IMDb gave this. Anyone want to guess? Eight out of ten. No, I'd go a little bit lower. I'd say a seven. It got a 7.7. 7. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, it wouldn't, I don't think it'd right. be 8. And Rotten Tomatoes? 73. 82. You're both off the mark. 92% on oh, Rotten Oh, fucking A! On Rotten Tomatoes. They don't know what they're on about 90% of the time unless it's about this show. <laughs> I was going to say, exactly <laughs> you constantly about. slate how wrong they are about ratings. No, so. no, they are wrong. This should be higher. No. <laughs> Couldn't keep a straight face. No, this it is shouldn't. fresher than that. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> oh, it is fresh with a pH on this one. So let's go into episode one. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Gurren Lagan, not not Daddy. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's just Austin Powers. <laughs> that was. I mean, the font on this. You've seen the intro fonts. They are very Austin Powersy in this, by the way. They, I think. From watching it, they take a piss out of quite a few things. Yes, yeah. another anime. This was a really early anime that tried to do this as well. Yeah, like it hadn't been done a lot. It took the piss out of Mecha. Yeah, uh, yeah just I think it took the piss out of um, Ghibli. Yeah, a couple of times. A bit as of Dragon well. Ball Z. There's a couple of yeah. there's a couple of moments in it where they take the piss out of Ghibli. We'll come to them. So it opens with we're in space and there's this gigantic explosion and what seems like a space war that's just taking place and they're ship shooting each other. So me and Grayson have watched this, what, you've, you've said five, six times? Five, so yeah, I've watched this a lot. I've probably watched this about four times now. Every single time. doesn't matter. Without fail. I always I forget this, the intro exists. Yeah, I, I always think I'm forget. starting at the wrong episode. I always, <laughs> I always get to this one and I'm like, what? What's this? What? What is this start supposed to be? But the start is the end in essence. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah, ish. It's, it's, it's ish. A, yeah. A foresight into the last towards fight. the last few episodes. Yeah. And we also see like a piece of what looks like a little spiral floating around. And then we cut. And we cut to what looks like there's just loads of people who are digging tunnels. And they do this 
all day and we find out that they dig these tunnels to expand their village kind of like ants yeah because that's what ants do they dig tunnels to expand the home yeah and they're digging these tunnels and um they're also talking about the fact that like when you dig the best tunnel you're the best digger you get a pig mole steak for dinner or it's, this is going through the narration in the head of Seamoon at the moment, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so we get the introduction to... Stop saying Seamoon. No, shut up. It's Simon. It's how, no, it's how I'm going to say it. Seamoon. Seamoon. <laughs> 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 oh, hey. Seamoon. <laughs> From one extreme to the other. Seamoon. <laughs> Seamoon. Seamoon. No, don't give a shit. That's <sighs> how I say it. You're going to have to put it. up with that, guys. All right. Yeah, we get the introduction to Seamoon. And he is the one who is digging and finds this glowing... It's the piece of the spiral that we got from the intro. He, it's a thing he, that Grayson gave me... I did. ...as a gift. I I've did. literally got at home... I forgot about it. I was going to bring it today. It's the necklace with the... Uh, the spiral piece. spiral piece. Well, yeah. it's the drill piece, isn't the, it? The drill key, yeah. It's the key, yeah. Fuck, I love that. The mech, yeah. I wore that for years, by the way. I know. Absolutely And years. it's also a weapon, we find out as well. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And an ignition key as well at the same time. <laughs> now, Simon is not popular with the girls anybody. of the village. <laughs> anybody. Or, or really anybody because he's so grubby, he's dirty, all he does is sit in holes and dig and the girls think that he's really gross. In the words of the ladies, oh, he smells too much. Literally of, in that same of way. Of what? Just of dirt. dirt. And sweat, I guess. Because so, yeah. yeah. there's no showering going on, is there? No. So d- Surely nobody smells good in this village. I'd imagine you'd be Well, they must have access to, to water because they wouldn't be They've got be water, yeah. yeah. We see that other village later on. They just have an entire pooly, lakey thing. Yeah, that's quite a good. Nice swimming pool and that. Though. But to be fair, when it's going through his conversation in his head, he's like, uh, the more holes you dig, uh, you get more pig mole steaks. Pig yeah, mole that's steaks. What, that's, what he's, that's what he's interested in. Life lesson there. The more holes you dig, the more pig mole steaks you get. Yeah. Take that how you will, guys. <laughs> even me, me, me and Sheenie. Up that body giving, count. That's what I'm saying. Just up that body count. Me and Sheenie are exchanging glances. Are you talking all... to a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we also get introduced to Bro or Carmina. We're going to call him Bro. We get introduced to Bro for the first time. And Bro is desperate to get to the surface he is fed up of living underground and digging hot well he just doesn't want to dig holes he i don't think i've ever seen him he dig doesn't know it's not his job and he's created his own little team down there team gurin and he devises a plot to get to the surface him and the guys jump on fully grown pig moles yep and they start trying to ride them to the surface and they're going to use seaman's drill because seaman's drill is the drill Simon, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Simon, just say Simon C- with C. Simon, Simon is going to use. <laughs> Please just say Simon. It's better than Simon constantly. Simon, Simon, Simon. Is that wait? Is that bro Simon or? Yeah, see. <laughs> They're riding that. Wait, was your stepbrother stuck or something? Do you know what? <laughs> I can't do it though. That's the thing. I keep thinking of Simon. What, your stepbrother? Yeah, C-mon. please don't. I don't have a C-mon. stepbrother. Simon. Simon. Yeah, that's it. All of right. all the names we've got to say during this show that yeah. are just out there, <laughs> you're stuck on a variation of Simon. Yeah. Your point? You're a mentalist. Maybe. You're a mentalist. In fact, highly likely. That's what my therapist says. But... <laughs> that's why I'm in a room where that's you fucking That's why I'm in a, in, a fucking, <laughs> in a white padded room. It's not padded. Not yet. Not yet. 
<laughs> it will be. He never leaves the studio, guys. They don't let me out. He never studio. leaves. Studio. <laughs> they don't let me out. All I have is a small window to look out of. <laughs> and dream. And dream. <laughs> anyway, is there a point you were getting to? I, yeah, there was actually, but you, you guys have completely fucked me on this one. It's the point where he's like, uh, Simon. Yes. Well done. Yes. Like my face, you couldn't see it behind yeah. this mic, but it was like... Concentration. Simon. <laughs> they were like, uh, yours is the drill that's going to break through the roof and through to the heavens, isn't it? That's what yeah, he always says. This is quotes. This is as Bro quote. quotes this a lot. Oh, I love it. Yours is the drill that appears to the heavens. Yeah, love it. It's such a great quote. Just as they're about to get to the surface on the pig moles, the, what I thought was like some sort of line boss or something. It turns out it's the village chief. It's right? the line manager. He's the, <laughs> that's what I thought. The village Let's just make Carmen a Karen. <laughs> Maybe. The village chief um, just batters them all with a giant staff. So how do they go to the heavens, by the way? Just talk about how, like, two a noose. circulating pig mole congealments of, yeah. like, loads of pig moles <laughs> smashed yeah. together as they ride together and then, like, bash up into, like, a column. Like ants. Like ants. Yeah, that's not how pig physics moles work. That's not how physics work. That's like not works, how France. anything works. Ants do this. Yeah, but these are things are they, huge I mean, they, they all, yeah, the, the cubic law would not allow it, but. Yeah. <laughs> Any law wouldn't allow it, to be fair. <laughs> so they don't get there, and the village chief is expecting an apology for the attempted breakout, and Bro is the only one of the group who is like, I'm not apologizing. I've got a problem with this part. Not a huge problem. If you're that village chief, right, and you say you need to apologise for trying to break out, yeah, doesn't that reinforce the idea that there's somewhere to break out to? A surface? Yeah, because he says no. you it's can't da- break they out. They just know it's dangerous right? there. That they but in order for there, there to be danger, there needs to be something there. Well, yeah, but who, you don't want to be the first one to look and see what is there. Well, he said there's no such thing as a surface. Yeah, so why is he punishing him? Just Why is he punishing him for that specific thing? Why not just say, quit just being a dickhead him. and wasting your energy and contribute to the fucking village, you dick. And, and get it done that way. Why does he... It just bothers me that that's the language that they use. Punishing him for trying to break to the surface. You just, just let him go. I mean, you would just, just let him go, would. Right? You would. Surely he would have known that his dad would have escaped as well. It would have been about the same age. Well, he does know that his dad's up on the... Well, he, he's under the belief that his dad's on the surface. Yeah, because anyway. he said... Yeah. It's like but the village chief father, isn't. yeah. But yeah, the, the village chief isn't, even though he, his dad did get to the surface. Yeah, the chief turns around and says, you'll be like your foolish father looking for the surface, who but, disappeared. And he's like... Well, he's I, ju- I would just let him go at this point. Yeah. Like, if he's causing that much problems for everybody else and you, you would just say go. He's clearly not a good worker. He clearly, clearly contributes nothing to this society. So yeah, let him chop off. He doesn't Fuck contribute it. anything He's anyway. literally just let your entire food supply become a tornado twister for some reason. Yeah. It isn't. There's fun. like thousands of them as well. And he's just killed them all off. Well, he doesn't apologise. He Before anything actually happens to him, an earthquake happens. Everyone panics. And this is also when we get introduced to the little teeny mole that is kept by Simon. Buta. Buta. Yeah. Buddha, baby. And uh, during this earthquake, well, <laughs> while the earthquake's taking place, Carmina gets or Bro gets locked up in shackles in some it's sort rope. of room, and it's rope. I is it rope? Is it? 
Oh. I thought they were standing out in the open and like everybody else was cowering and no, the like, Earth, the earthquake is just standing there. Yeah, he's not bothered by with it. With Seaman, and Seaman's like, come on, move, move, move. And he's like, I don't back down. And he's like, what? It's the first insight we get to Bro never turning away from anything. Being anything. an idiot. Yeah, being an idiot. He is being an idiot. He's, he's, he's he is one, an idiot. He's an extreme. Yeah. But he's an extreme of spirit. Damn right he is. This is when we find out that Simon lost his parents in one of these earthquakes that happened. They got crushed along with loads of other people in the village. So this is like a, a reoccurring fright for them. Something that happens daily almost, I think they, it, they say. It seems yeah. like it does happen a lot, yeah. Which is, we find out why, obviously, later yeah. on. Simon decides he's going to go and break Bro out. So he goes and finds him and breaks him out. It's, He's well, not say he breaks up. him out. He digs a hole between his legs and then <laughs> yeah, Carmen is like, cool, what do you want to show me? He just breaks himself out. Did we uh did we also forget, like, there's a bit just before that where they're all being told off and they're like, uh, who's the main leader of this plot? And he's got like the three other guys with him. Oh, they just back Simon, out. Seaman and uh himself, yep. and they're like, Oh, I know you wouldn't have done this. I know you got roped into it by Carmen and Simon. But then the other three just back down instantly. Well, the the reason he wants to break Bro out is because he found a face as he was digging in the soil. What is this? Just potluck? It is literally potluck. Or is this thing drawn to him? Because no, obviously he no. found the spiral. For, yeah, but later on in a later episode, when the spiral starts to glow, the face goes to him. Yes, it does. So when he finds the spiral the him. inside the Daigeren, yeah, the face finds him. When his spiral starts to glow it later does. on, it right. smashes so through the think... ship to him. So I'm guessing because he's he found has the spiral. The key. Yeah, the, the face and has gone to him. Lagan has gone to him. Lagan's gone to okay. Yeah, that's what obviously. So it's drawn is... to the user of the key. Yeah, that's what it seems like because he's a spiral user. And to the guy with the yeah. spirit. Yeah. Well, it's I literally goes, like I 90% hand of this hand show. With, yeah. with being it's not the explained, owner of that key. but it's clearly because well, of what happened. It's supposed to be like the Dragon Ball Z fucking cheese thing yeah yeah it's that's it's a piss take of that it really is it, they call it fighting spirit or yeah. spiral bullshit but it's all yeah the it's same like thing. spiral power or, yeah yeah before they like know that. what it is it's fighting spirit yes so as he breaks bro out the ceiling gives in and what comes crashing down but one of the giant mechs and bro doesn't back away from this ginormous monster he stands up to it. He turns around to the village chief and he's like, come on, it's your, you're supposed to protect us. And then he literally like kicks up his katana, isn't it's it? Fucking brilliant. I scene. love that scene. Wrapping around his neck and his yeah. arms and stuff. <laughs> I saw the, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Such so, a good scene. You're about to go up against the indomitable mighty Connor. <laughs> and then guess who drops in on the action? Oh, it's my wife. Oh. It's my wife. <laughs> the introduction to my Yoko. wife. No, it's literally wife. just like bang, bang. Oh, oh. You, first time I watched this, yeah. I'll fucking tell you it was bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> first time I watched this, and you were the it one. It wasn't that a big fucking me. gun in my hand, let me tell you. It was fully cocked, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> literally, first time I watched this, because you I told me, this, yeah. re- recommended me to watch it. I watched it, and I got to this moment, and I went. Oh, interesting. Hello. Oh, hold on a second. Ah! <laughs> so, she, <laughs> the minute she lands... Um, oh, God, you just do. 
I thought the chair. I thought, I the, thought chair the chair. I thought your fat break. ass broke the chair. <laughs> I thought so as well. <laughs> so the first thing that happens to Yoko when she lands is she gets hit on by Bro straight away. He comments on how nice her body is. Damn, For those who haven't watched this, like, why are you even listening anyway? Because we're a spoiler podcast. But also, you why need have you to, not watched? You know, why have you not watched? Yoko? You should know who Yoko is, even not watching Gurren Lagann. I suppose she's one of those. Jessica Nebra did her. Like yeah. that was the first big job she had. I think. Give her a type. Uh, type in. Oh, I fucking Yoko. give her a type. Don't you worry. <laughs> type in. Have a look. See who Yoko is, and just. Then he finds out that she's a pit chick, and he says, well, that explains the thunder thighs. Get out of the way, thunder thighs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened to all the nonsense you were talking about? And then they find the mech head again. Simon leads them to the mech head, and bro is like, Simon, you're the one that must drive this. I don't know why, but he's... You think he would have been the one to step up? Do you up? know what I think it is? I think it's... It, he doesn't know how to, and this is kind of like the no, 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 no. I will allow you to do this. Is that what you think it is? Yeah, you know. Or do you think he's always known no, like, that Simon is can. stronger than him? No, I don't think it's that. This guy's just cocky as fuck. No, I think we do. I think it's like the catch me if you can syndrome, where he's like, I think he's faking I, it. I don't know. I think Carmen knows that something. There's something special about Simon. Yeah, maybe. Yep. I think I that, think... and that's why he encourages him twenty four seven. Or it could be he's just like a bro, a big brother. He's like, hey man, you found this. It's yours. But yeah, he does. He it. does live by a code. He literally just says he was like, "Hey, you were the one that found it." Yeah, yeah. He was like, "You found he, it, bro." It, he's not, I'm not a thief or anything. Well, I mean, he is. That's how he gets fucking Gurren. But yeah, but that's how I think he does it. He's like, uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not a thief. This is yours. But he allows Simon to take it, and he calls it Lagan. Lagan. Yeah. We can see where this is going. Team Gurren with the mighty Lagan, and then Simon gets in, and. The- <laughs> The shield thing that goes over the top of him is brain a brain, isn't it? It looks like yeah, a brain. I was going to say, it's like painted to look like a brain. Wherever it was, we got a decent view of Yoko at this There's point. always a decent... There's never a bad view of Yoko. <laughs> Literally, the first, like, I'd ten... i cover her in my Yoko, let me tell you. We get a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> the fan service for her it trails works. off very quick. Yeah. It really does. Like, you get massive. the first... 10, 12 scenes where it's just like, but, us. You get, you get about four or five episodes of lots of Yoko fan service. That and is it to then twist the joke around a bit because then they turn it the opposite. Whenever she's yeah. like, when it, like they do the OVA episode yep. and it's the exact opposite. She gets more clothes on, but they make a joke of it. Yeah, yeah. they do. Disappointing. I was really hoping for that OVA. So, like, there is one. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's, um, there's the... The beach one. No, no, there's a full OVA. Yeah, of her. Isn't that the... So, little sidebar, while we're here. Isn't that the one where she becomes a teacher? No, that's no, later. That's, like that's the last part, episode, That's isn't part it? of the, the actual season. No, there is an, a genuinely different edit to you, this. You don't have to tell movie. me. I also have the entire fucking DVD no, no. set thing. With the movies on. There's two of them. Two movies, No, yes. there's two sets. Yes, there's I the know. one that you watch that is Gurren Lagann, then there's Tenga Toppen Gurren Lagann, which is movies and OVA edited differently, and it came out with lots of promotional material. Again. Which is where Yoko's singing career comes from. Again, I've got it. I had no idea. I mean, I've never seen the show in my life. Have I don't you know not? About, but... Have you seen the DVD? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Like the secondary one. I've got I've statues. Mm. I've, yeah. got, I've got Yoko's <laughs> hair clip. It's in my mm-hmm. car. It literally lives in my car. So... 
Lagan has... I've got Yoko's scarf as well, just to let you know. <laughs> have you? I have. How much are they? They're not that expensive. I got mine from Comic-Con like 10 years ago, maybe 10 years ago, something like that, for like 15 quid. The missus might have. And it's a, a knitted one. Pieces. Oh, yeah. Fran has been looking on eBay and stuff for weeks and... Mm-hmm. Purely for Comic Con purposes, you understand? Yeah, purely, Costuming and purely for, purely for research reasons. Cosplay. Research. Legitimate cosplay. Research for Definitely me. not for anything else. Back to no, no, the episode? No, no. Can we just talk about Yoko for an entire life? So, <laughs> in Lagan, Simon manages to attack the mech. He smashes his drill into it because the drill has come out the head of Lagan. Smash my drill into Yoko. And. Uh, He's drilled. He drills it all the way to the surface. <coughs> that is when Yoko introduces herself to our two main protagonists. Can we call Kamina a main protagonist? I know he's a a very prominent character, but he, he's literally the like, idea is he is a main protagonist he, all the way up device. to eight episodes in. He's yeah. a plot device. He's a plot device. That's what he is. He's uh, not. He's no, 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 no. A plot device doesn't take up as much screen time as he does. He's he's there to set the spirit of what the team yep. is. He is not. Simone is the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's he's not a plot device. So is um. He has too much screen Viral. time, too much to say, to be a plot device. I don't know. I don't know. No, he's like, a he's a key character. He's a key character, definitely. Yeah, he's not a, key a plot character. device. I wouldn't he, call him the no, protagonist. No time have yeah. we ever called a plot a, a plot whatever it is device device a lead character ever. Ever no. have we called them a key character? That Never. Can't be a first time. No, he he is a key character. He's, he's a one... key character. I he I wouldn't call him the protagonist. He's not a plot driver. We don't get any backstory for a commoner apart from like maybe we two. We do with his with his dad and stuff. We get more of a backstory for him than we do Simon or Yoko mm. or yeah. Yoko. We get more I of just, a backstory from him. He's definitely like he was set up to be a main character who they shock you with later by doing what they do. It fucking works. It does work, works. yeah, because you didn't expect it. Yep. I just wouldn't call him the protagonist. It, that, that's not a word I would use for him. Simone's the, the protagonist. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. I would say this, this guy is Yoko's a key character. not a main protagonist. No, she drops completely not. off and becomes yeah, almost a background character. She literally becomes yeah. the, I will shoot you when you need me to. Mm-hmm. And it. I will call Simon's name from time to time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So they all fly through the air. They all land. They all <laughs> land... In a massive heap, and Yoko's boobs are everywhere. And oh, fucking wish. Mm-hmm. And the episode ends with them looking up, and there's more mechs surrounding them. Oh, great. Out of throwing thing into the fire, isn't it? Something like that. I love it. And then we go into episode two. Drops us straight back in with them being surrounded by the mechs. Simon panics and does what he does best. He tries to dig and get out of there. Bro doesn't. Of course. Because he doesn't back down from a fight. And he stands there, he gets out his gigantic sword and runs to go and fight these ginormous mechanical beastmen. Why? I get the whole, like, he doesn't back down from a fight, he's brave and everything, but there, there is a time and a place. It, this when you is know where that comedy part comes into it, and he is like Ucho, Macho Man. He's supposed to be that type of character. Right. And this is what. It wouldn't be the same death of his spoiler alert it wouldn't be the same death if he didn't have this uber macho approach to everything and survive yep every he fight has, until he doesn't he has space dandy complex who doesn't 
Mm, most people. But he literally will he go into everything. He'll bumble his way through. He doesn't try to physically fight these things that he's not matched against, though, until he's in something that can match against them. Yeah. But even in these moments when he goes to fight these Because he always mechs, gets snatched away. Yeah, Simon pops up and saves him. someone else yeah. steps in. And that's the reason But that's why. the point. He, it's not about the winning or losing or how you win and lose. He, he will stand his ground. Mm. He sets the example for everyone else. If he didn't stand his ground... The alternative but is this they is just why I didn't like, I didn't like his character for this reason. You didn't and like no, Carmina. you didn't no, like Bro. No, no, I didn't like him for this reason. Of he just consistently does the same thing over and over again. He has nothing else about him. That's the point. He of is him. this he, one thing. Oh, I never give up. I never back down. And that's it. That's all he gave to. Yeah, that's, the entire thing. That's the piss take of his character. That is like Goku. I didn't or see. It, I didn't see it as a Vegeta piss take, and stuff like that. I, it is the. I'm I'm the manliest man, and even if I'm going to take a beating, I'll take my lumps. Yeah, I just didn't find it. I up. didn't find him funny in that sense, though. He's he's supposed to be this kind of simplified version of main protagonist from other shows, mm-hmm. right? And it definitely comes over as that because it's like the way he doesn't back down from anything, and the only reason he gets through is somebody else protects him. Yeah, somebody else drags him away. Literally, yeah. dumb I ju- luck. I just didn't find it funny. But he wouldn't have those people next to him if he wasn't this much oh no i get that he becomes a burden on on the rest of the people around him in that sense (laughs) yeah 100 percent. like even in the first episode when yoko's about to take the shot to take the power couplings out on that thing and then he just stands up in the window no a true man looks his enemies in the eyes and he's gonna shoot him in the back well he gets snatched up and saved by simon um and as they're running away we get the moment where yoko sort of rests her gun and Tits on top of Simon's head. We've all been there. Ah, the high school of the dead complex. So we get we get a lot of her and Simon at this point, and obviously this is done on purpose. We get a lot of moments where Simon and I, her are having moments. I hate it so much because of the way this goes, like all the way through. It's very. I'll odd. say it now. I'll say it right now. The fact that they play this as Simon and Kamina, Kamina can both go with Yoko. And then in the end, Yoko goes with Kamina. Yeah. And then he no, it's dies. because they, they don't. And then we have the problem of Seaman still definitely likes. Well, no, because the, the biggest reason that they didn't follow that path is because of Nia later. When they introduce Nia later, that is supposed to be the Yoko diversion away from Yoko, Yoko. Wasn't Simone's love interest. It was some stupid crush of the first thing he'd seen with giant boobs from the surface. I, I think it's also that and what she says to him a lot of the time yeah, she's yeah. Nice because she's time. so nice encouraging yeah. and everything like That's, that it's a crush it's yeah, not it is, nothing yeah. else whereas yeah but she doesn't give anything to bro no but it's the example that he sets it, and is the that way not that her he crushing on bro though yeah it so is you don't get but you get more obviously between simon and and that's Yoko what i mean like you, you get more of a blooming yeah. romantic interest between those two than you it, do it just seems friendly and simon taking it I don't know, because you get yeah. so many moments of Yoko blushing and stuff when yeah. Simon's talking to her and stuff yep. like that. It's very odd. And very Kamina, odd. And, that up. Kamina yeah, she and Yoko is just like, he's the manly man. Piss take. And she's like, always having the piss taken he out He gives her. her shit, she gives him shit. Yeah. Yeah. That seems more like the, that, that, the friendly sort of I, situation. I, I, yeah, no, that's, you're pull, that's pulling but, hair in yeah, a schoolyard. Yeah, I get that. you got to remember, these guys are like 16 to... It was just 18, still disappointing, like the way they went with that, because oh, it's so disappointing when we get to that episode 
just before Carmen uh, pops it, and this uh, Yoko, te- well, basically she kisses Carmen, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will get to that. What we get next is when their backs up against the wall, Yoko's friends all arrive, and we find out that she's got loads of people from Litna Village um, because her name's Yoko Litna, but obviously that's just because of where she's from. So every, everyone from, yeah. from this village has the last name Litna. So, what's Simon's second name? Doesn't have one. Hmm. It's just always Simon. As they sort of help, we get the little thing fall out of the the mech that they're fighting. It's monster, isn't it? Well, it just looks or like a, a little thing. like a little black ball thing that falls out at first. <laughs> yeah. um, and we find out that these things are called beastmen, and that these mechs are piloted by a race of beastmen, demi humans, right? That yeah. I mean, design. we find out that they're created by the Spiral King. Yeah. Eventually, but yeah. They're half half human, half beast. animal hmm. yeah. beast. Yeah. And we find out that they don't stick around past sunset for some reason. Uh, is that ever explained? Yes, it is. It's explained in episode 14. Yeah. When... He makes Viral, uh, Viral. the exact opposite. They, yeah. Beastmen need more rest than any other race. Yep. Because he makes... He makes genetically them in, flawed. Yeah. It makes them imperfect. Whereas humans, right. I think they inherited the earth and beastmen yeah. were made by the Spiral King who is human, trying to keep he humanity yes. alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. By keeping their numbers down. Yeah. I, look. The, the, yeah, his the intentions premise, yeah. were good. The idea is that he hides humans and he keeps their numbers low so that no one notices. Yeah. And mm. um, we yeah. finally get introduced to Leron as well. And Leron is a man who reminds me very much of Britney from Gungaro <laughs> Fantasy He reminds me very much of Grayson. And, uh, <laughs> he's, he's a very gay mechanic. Who he's loves, fucking amazing. Who loves to tinker. The, wig, the wiggly fingers every scene. It's the bit where she's just like, let me try these fingers out on you, Kamala. And he's just like, <laughs> die! <laughs> and we get an explanation that everyone is aware that Humans used to live on the surface a long time ago and the world was theirs and they were in control and something has happened that has led them underground. And as you said, you get the moment with Bro and Leron where he's terrified of him getting anywhere near him. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> he's going to get his little toys out as well and have a tinker with like his little Gundam or Lagan or whatever it is, isn't it? And then we Lagen, yeah. then we get Bro's dream, and he has the dream of his dad leaving him behind to go to the surface. Is there a reason his dad left him, or is it just that his dad felt he was too young to take? No, he even invites him, and then he steps back. Carmen oh, he's like steps he's back, like scared, and he's like, eh, I don't want to go. Yeah, so I his dad's just like, oh, it's there. This is where he started overcompensating. Yep. Because he hesitated that one time, mm-hmm. and that cost him his father. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. We jump to the morning and the mechs raid. And we get... They knew it was coming. It's almost like a reoccurring thing. Like, day, yeah. yeah, like you lose a fight and you know for a fact that they're going to come back the next day to try and finish the fight. Simon jumps to action and he jumps in Lagan, But this time, it won't work for him. It doesn't start up. For some, whatever reason, it won't start. Not enough fighting spirit. It's literally it. And they're up against three, three massive mechs turn up. They're not called mechs. What are they... Gunmen. Gunmen. Three gunmen turn up. So they're up against it already. 
because it's a village of normal humans and the one gunman they had themselves, Simon can't get to work. Is this the one where he's like, oh, I'm going to pilot that thing because he takes one? Yeah, he? well, this is when the penny drops for Simon when they land, the ground shakes and they're like, hold on a minute. All these earthquakes we ever experienced underground, that was just these gunmen landing and fighting up on the surface. And he's like, well, that's what killed my parents was the earthquake. These gunmen killed my parents. And he gets the fighting spirit. Then we cl- get the classic, I will lose my temper because of the bad thing you did. And yeah. I will win. The rage and yeah. the machine lights and that up. That will but... carry you through. Yeah. Rage against the machine. I get it. Oh, get out. <laughs> I don't mind rage, but get out. Then yeah. bro turns around and is like, I want one of them. I'm going to have one of them. And he... I said the same thing to Yoko. <laughs> and he did he got he got a statue i did i got a statue a sticky sticky statue yoko also breaks the fourth wall at this point as well and looks to the camera and is like he's confident and looks away it's the only one of the i think it's the only time i ever see the fourth wall broken uh yeah yeah i think, I think there's one right. more later on oh there might be actually when it's commoner i think i think there's one it. more later on yeah i just thought that was really weird and unexpected but obviously because they like to take the piss out of loads of different things ferris bueller I get you're it. gonna get loads of different <laughs> things happen <laughs> so i'll stand there staring at a painting inside an art museum bro manages to bash his way into this gunman doesn't she give him a gun and he starts just hitting the he thing? Does. Yeah, he gets that little pistol, gets on top, and he's like, ah, bang. He starts whacking it. it off. <laughs> and then it accidentally shoots off, don't it? And hits something and opens the front. Yes, he manages to get in and he sits in the control chair. And Isn't it, he holding the gun it's upside, upside down? down. Well, yeah. Yes, he's he like, is. Yes, yeah. And he gets it and it, nothing's happening. He sits down and it just will not work. No surprise, because yeah. he doesn't know what he's fucking doing. Through the whole show. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> like I said, Space Dandy Complex has no clue what it's he's doing. It's a dandy way of living. But his gunman falls forward, and through the screen of the gunman, he sees a skull laying in the dirt. It, 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 um, uh, the force of him falling forward unburies it, right? Yeah, yeah a foot like stomps into dirt. the ground, and yeah. it opens up, and there's just a body. And on, that like, just um, that psychs him up. It's just like, I'm not going to be that. Yeah. And literally, fighting spirit kicks in and opens up for him. And then he says his saying that we get all the time. He says, who the hell do you think think I I am? Who the hell do you think I am? And he kicks one of the other gunmen. I'm the mighty indomitable cowmaner. And who the hell do you think I am? God, I love it. And then he screams a few more moves, like the, don't mess with my (laughs) little bro punch. (laughs) Yeah. They're so good. How do you not love these? Yeah, I it, love is, it. it is literally the I'm announcing my move move. Literally, you're, <laughs> you're preaching to the choir over here. <laughs> he then picks up Simon, throws him like a boomerang. Um, and they end up killing the other two gunmen that are there just through these Sheer moves. luck. Bumbling their way Sheer through luck. moves. It's the dandy way of living, baby. I take it all these people right, have trained in martial arts at some point while they were underground. Probably. I guess it's kind of a normal thing, yeah, considering the culture in the Katani. I'd yeah. imagine that it, Especially it would Katana. have been a thing, yeah. The episode ends on kind of a dark note, I guess. And that's when Bro realises that the dead skull 
Well, they rebury it, don't they? And they well, they walk up to him. No, they walk like, up oh, to sorry it. Sorry for disturbing. More your... of it was uncovered. Um, and well, no, he sees the arm, doesn't he? And yes. he's got the same bracelet, the bracelet. as yes. what his dad had on. Yeah. And he's like, no, it can't be. It can't be. Uncovers him, and there's his cape. Yeah, the dead body turns out to be his father's. Uh, so his father literally didn't get anywhere. He no. must have literally got halfway to the next village. Yeah. And then died. And then kicked it. Well, he even turns around, don't he? And he's just like, Dad, you kicked it. You didn't wait round for me. It's really... It's probably the most touching moment you get from Kamina. No. For a little while. For a little while, easily. No, there there is that moment when he's telling the story. It shows you what... It shows that there's a different side to Kamina. I liked it when he's telling the story that you hear previously from Simon about when they got stuck in the cave-in. Yeah, and he retells that story to Yoko. Yeah, really like that bit. Yeah, because um, it actually gave him a bit of depth, and other than this this hard persona that he tries to portray the entire thing. Yeah, okay, when he when he dies as well, but you have to make that kind of an emotional experience. Well, it is. It is. It isn't. It, it is. is. I I didn't find it right sad, down to the, the the artwork and yeah. everything else changing. Yeah, soundtrack right down to all of it. The last words. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh, well, yeah. we'll go into episode three, and it opens with Bro telling the village of Litner the story of their battle up on the surface, and he's over-exaggerating everything. By and... a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a bit like where he says he pulled off the arm of one of the guys? Yeah, he, he just uh, yeah over-exaggerates his story. He's like, I pulled out the arm... And then put it back at him and told him to get out. And then I took over that Gundam and then hit, mashed to pieces the other Gundam. And then we jump to Yoko and she's gone to speak to Simon. Because Simon's on his own. Yeah, everyone's ignoring him. He, well, no, he's just sort of sat away, isn't he? He's not, no, well, he he's, it's because he's, he's not, not the, he's he's not the, not the loud one. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're drawn to the big voice and what appears to be the leader of the team. I guess this next bit's the sign that she's interested in Bro, not Simon, because she goes to Simon to talk about Bro and ask him about him. Yeah, that's true. I, I guess so. And then she goes up to Bro and is like, I'm going out hunting. Do you want to come with me? And she just asks him and him alone. And then you're <laughs> and like, then he's like, okay, there we go. And then he's like, oh, cool, I'll bring Simon. Yeah, and yeah, he goes, well, let's bring Simon. And she's like, not happy about it. She's disappointed that Simon's coming along. Bit of a dick move from her behalf, really. Yeah. But she just wanted some time alone with Bro. There's your signal straight away. Yeah. She's got no interest in Simon. So, I mean, they drop it in episode three, very, right at the start of episode three. So it's not like it shouldn't be a surprise to us, but we still, I still didn't like it. And I didn't like the fact that she doesn't end up with him in the end. Yeah. Do the well, she does. She, no, does, she, she doesn't get with anyone else. Oh, you mean Simon? Simon. Nah, fuck that. She should have got with him. Nah. Afterwards. Nah. Yeah, 100%. Nah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, see, you've got two people here nodding in a great I don't even like nope. this, but nope, nope, nope. I tell you what, I would have been happy with the ending He's of one it ro- had He that is happened. one person with romance, and he knows nope. where nope, he nope, wants nope. to sit with romance. Nope, 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 nope. No, no. So she just becomes this... Recluse. One-dimensional character. Yeah, this, this woman the, who doesn't yeah. want a relationship anymore for the rest of her life, even though she's only 16 years old. Yeah. Becomes a nun, in essence. Well, a teacher. <laughs> yeah, well, close enough. Same thing. Yeah. So she takes the two out hunting, and she they she ends up just with Bro in the end. And What sort of fucking rifle is this, by the way? <laughs> that it can fire bullets 
And arrows. Yeah, it's been modified to fire arrows as well. Well, I imagine it's just got a chamber that it pushes. I don't know. But she, she, it turns out she's the best shot in the village. If it's no ma- surprise. If it's a mag gun, because it said it's electric, it's, it's probably a mag gun. Yes, rifle. it is, yeah. Yeah. So it's probably... And she says it's an electric rifle. So it's probably a mag, which is a magnetic. Well, she gives, she yeah, gives, she gives Bro a turn, and he manages to shoot and hit the animal... He then goes to go and find the animal. Like I saw it instantly. As everyone else should have. He picks it up and it's got two arrows in it. What the fuck are these animals? Funny as shit. They're all. They're all. You mean the grape hippo? Yeah, the <laughs> grape hippo. They're all genetically modified. It's I a guess. grippo. There you go. A grippo. <laughs> what is this world? It's fucking Earth. Yeah, but it lo- it looks like it's Earth has been hit by nukes. Yeah, and it seems like a nuclear. Everything that's on the surface has been well. We know there's technology from before now because they use P90s. Yeah, that's the gun design they're using. There's yep. clearly Mecha, which is proper technology. There's computers. Yeah, and there's there's other types of evidence of. So what are we saying that there was this a, is a a nuclear attack and a some cataclysmic event, big yeah. world universal well, thing. We were we were probably fighting with something extraterrestrial well we know because they were attracted to our technologies and everything else because we became you know too strong advanced we we hit yeah we hit the universal stage rather than our world stage and then in order in order to stop that the spiral king made it appear that earth had been defeated and had been all but abandoned yeah, and push, then we get push underground. fucking monster things. Bah, are... yeah, little beastmen. That yeah, and then yeah. Little fucking the only gripples. ones that are on the surface are beastmen who make sure that humanity survives by keeping them underground. And See, weird animals. That's weird my animals. theory as well. And those animals, they're just so fucking weird. It's whenever they get shot, they're so stupid, yeah. they don't feel pain, they just got to flop <laughs> that, over. That hippo, weird, that No emotion, one. it's just like, bang. <laughs> Oh. Well, no. A <laughs> flop. It's two eyes, like, look at the arrow in between his head, and it's like, oh, I've been shot. <laughs> so, this is when we get the introduction to Viral. I, I fucking hate Viral. I love him. Oh. He's funny as hell. He's he Vegeta. Eventually he just, is Vegeta. He He's eventually Vegeta. pissed me off the fact that he kept coming back. Of course just he's annoyed there. Me. That's what Vegeta is, He's though. And he does a yeah. Vegeta thing and switch sides. Yep. Yeah. Well,. It, at this time, he isn't. He's, he's the, the bad, bad guy. guy. And he turns up and he tells, bro, he's from the Human Eradication Force. Eastern Sector as well. Yes. <laughs> so there's different departments across the entire world. Yep. He's in customer service, you see. And his job is to kill all humans who decide that they're going to come to the surface. So it's explained that actually beastmen don't care about humans living underground. They're not bothered. No. And that's probably an order from the Spiral King. Yeah, to not harm them down there yeah. as long as they stay down out, there. Out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. What's the point in existence if that is the existence you're living? Yeah. What's, the, what's the Spiral King thinking in that sense? What's the point? It's probably just a last-ditch effort of his that but it's not if existing. he puts them underground, it is to them. They don't know any better. After after X amount of generations, they yeah, don't I guess so, but know not exactly any better. And they think happy, that their life is good like i don't think they really had a choice simo was happy enough just digging yeah. tunnels he loved his job uh, yeah but what i'm saying ma- is given given the choice do you not think every single one of them or pretty much the majority of them would rather go to the surface and try do you want to survive? know something really funny they talk about this after they this, do it in the second season after this they try and force people out of their holes and they don't want to and they don't want to mm. it's the life they know versus yeah. the life the unknown yeah 
So it doesn't surprise me that you get people that enjoy it and people that don't enjoy it. So those are the people that end Who up on the surface. No, I don't necessarily think they enjoy living underground. I think they're scared. Yeah, it's a safety yeah. blanket. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. Better the world you know than mm. risking one you don't. It's like well, I know, in a I know, we, I know, we'd be out of the fucking hole in a heartbeat. <laughs> You're fucking right. Well, especially if Yoko came flying. You're down. fucking right. He's <laughs> like, I will follow this woman to the end <laughs> of the world. <laughs> I'd probably be the first restraining order on <laughs> the new world. I'd be her oldest fucking student in class, let me tell you. <laughs> Front of class. Front and centre. Oh, Did no, you I... graduate ten years ago? <laughs> oh no, teacher, it's I've funny. got my pencil. You always failed just by one point. <laughs> I need some individual tutoring. Oh no. One on one. <laughs> I've dropped my pencil on the floor. So going back to Viral and Bro, this is the moment Bro draws that humongous, over-exaggerated sword. What is it like? We talked about this before we'd even started. I said the most stupid thing that I found about this entire anime was the fact that he's talking and throughout, like, what, a 10-second monologue, he pulls out <laughs> the katana at the start <laughs> and carries on the monologue. Do you think and it just between, like, going. takes, he was just like... Put it back and start pulling out again. If they're not looking, put it back. Start pulling. No, out. no, <laughs> yeah. no. Because it just it doesn't going. stop. It just keeps going. So he ends up in a fight with Viral. He gets the better hand of him because he the sneak attack. Yeah, sneak he attack. sneak attacks him with an arrow that he had in his pocket and stabs Viral with it. <laughs> Is that an arrow in your pocket? <laughs> well, he says, "Oh, I see that you had a sneak attack, you stupid ape." But remember, naked sneak attacks, ape. naked ape, that's the one. And it only happens once. Sneak yes. attacks only once. You won't work get me once. again. Simon turns up to help. Yoko fires a shot as well. He dodges. Viral ter- dodges all of these. He turns up in Lagan, don't he? he d- yeah, little yeah, little Lagan. And, <laughs> little uh, Lagan. He is. He's a little teeny tiny mech. That's yeah. what I call it as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. it's, it's got a face on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you grab your ball sack when you did that? <laughs> I didn't even grab my ball sack. <laughs> Viral. Unless my ball sack's up on my fucking chest. Viral, uh, Viral ends up jumping in. A massive gunman of his own. He just... Viral is a better fighter at this point than the two of them. Well, he's trained. Yeah. He's a, a Yeah, he's, tra- he's part of the military. He's trained. Kicks the shit out of Simon in his little la gun. And then he gets his gurun, doesn't he? He gets Gurren out as well, the, like the medium-sized mech. Yeah, so Bro's named his mech Gurren. Yeah. And they end up, look, they're up against the wall. Simon wants to... See, I fucking did See. <laughs> Simon wants to go home. He knows that they're, they're up against it, and he's like, look, let, let's just come back tomorrow, and we'll do the show, the showdown then. Of course, Carmina says, no, we will fight. Carmina doesn't want to leave. Then Yoko's like, well, it ends up with them not fighting that day, doesn't it? Well, and they end up having to do the showdown well, they do the fight. next day. They do fight. He gets smashed up and then they're like, he's like, die, you naked ape. Smashes them into a wall, doesn't he? Yeah. And then it literally, he they fires a laser and it explodes. Burrow and away. Yeah, Seamoon's burrowed yeah. away and got and them away. He explains to bro, he's not running away. He said it's better to... Assess and fight tomorrow. It's not. We're yeah. not running away from the fight. We will have this fight, but not today. The sensible approach. 
Yeah, it's a combination of both that makes it work. And Bro actually sees this and he's like, actually, you know what? Okay, fair enough. As they're talking about the fight that evening, Yoko turns around to Bro and is like, I want to pilot Lagan. Simon's not capable. I'm going to do it. And Bro is like, no. And this is when he gives a whole speech about like, he believes in Simon. And he even tells Simon, believe in the me that believes in you. Yep. Yeah. Don't believe in yourself. Don't believe in me. Believe in the me that believes in you. Yeah. That's the one. Now let me see you grit those teeth. Let me see you grit those teeth. (laughs) So many quotes from (laughs) Burr. And we get the same problem again that occurs where Simon can't get Lagan to start again. Hasn't got that fighting spirit. That's the one. Now, I think you see Bro go out with Gurren. Yes, doesn't he? And then Yoko's like, no matter what happens, I'm not moving. I I will die in this spot. It doesn't matter. Because I've got nowhere else to run to. Yeah. And Loud but, enough so she and Simon can yeah, hear well, it. Well, that's a big fuck you to Simon. Isn't it, it is. Pretty much. It is. Yeah. You, know, you, you can sit back there and feel sorry for yourself and we'll actually be... Out here. Stand, stand our ground. Stand our ground. Bro goes out. He's getting his ass kicked. Yoko's trying to help. She fires the, the rifle. Viral just blocks it. Like, how this rifle's power varies throughout this entire anime. Yeah, it does. Is yeah, it, it because does. it gets modified yeah i think it because it gets um plot (laughs) (laughs) she becomes it is the strongest part of the rifle it's almost like she's completely fucking useless with this rifle like she's a good shot yeah but the bullets and everything don't do anything and then later on until they they need it to yeah and then they finally start penetrating ah those plot magazines (laughs) she's added in the plot magazine that is full metal plot right there (laughs) It leads to Yoko sat turning around to Simon and going, can't you see bro over there? Like, well, not bro. He's she not backing down. He's not she backing down. She says he won't give up. Why are you giving up? And long story short, Simon starts to believe because he believes in... <laughs> he believes in the Simon that Kamina believes in. Yes. Yeah. He believes you in the Simon then. Simon. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Jim. It's happening. It's not happening. No, we're it's not going to... This, this podcast is not going to end up with us just talking about Simon. Yeah, well, that's our only fans. <laughs> that's, that's our only fans. That's for our Bojo's babes. <laughs> you remember Shimonita, right? That's what half that entire thing ended up talking about. Guess what, listeners? <laughs> There's an only fans coming, apparently. No, there isn't. <laughs> there is. It's just. Seymour. Seymour. Seymour ends up. chesticles. <laughs> <laughs> Simon ends up saving tickle, bro. Tickle. <laughs> <laughs> when it gets cold, they just become my chin. <laughs> then, we, then we get the really stupid moment where bro decides that they should combine. We're going to combine. They're going to combine? This isn't... what. Where's this come from? It's because <laughs> Viral's got two heads. Yeah. And they feel he feels jealous and threatened by two heads because he's not tall. So he's... Simon. Yeah, he grabs Simon. See, now we finally combine. No, it's like, a, hey, he's, who he's... the hell do you think you are being there with two heads? <laughs> See, now we've got two heads too. He slams Simon through the top of his own gunman, and it works. They end up combining. Of course they do. And not just that, but they also steal. They steal the helmet from Viral yeah. as well. And it all fits perfectly. Of course. And looks like a proper Power Rangers sort of combi- it, yeah. combining. That's because Gurren Lagan looks like a Power Ranger. Joins yes. them together. 
like Largan is it's not basically a connected no, no, no. piece. What joins them together is the spiral power from Simon. That's yeah. the one. That's what joins them together. They end up because of this combining, they they become super strong and Viral can't fight them anymore. They end up getting the upper hand, so Viral runs away. They end up leaving the mech. This is in the moment that Yoko goes up to Simon and actually apologizes to him for berating him before. I underestimated you, isn't it? I find this odd because she was the reason that he got the gusto to then actually jump into the fight by slandering him and saying, look at bro, why you can't let him do that on his own. Yeah, I mean, being a prick and and that's what helps him. Being a prick and and encouraging that way is still being a prick. Karen stick method. It's, I'm sorry, I don't regret it, but I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I had to do it, but it was necessary. Yeah. Because they take now Gurren Lagan. Hold on, Jim's opening a bit off. Texting the wife. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Do you recognise this beer, Grayson? <laughs> you drink? Are you drinking my beer? <laughs> He's got a Copperberg there. If you want it. First, you eat my Chinese. You drink my beers. <laughs> texting the missus. Tastes are even we, better. Are, are we ready? I'm texting the missus. Hold on. Tastes even better unless you're not your. <laughs> Taste of bitterness. Carry on. Because they've got what they now call Gurren Lagan when they combine, built into this mech is a recall point. They found the information to a recall point, which is what they believe is like the homeland of where these beasts... The big base. Yeah, the gunmen are coming from. So Bro has decided that him and Simon are just going to go on their own to go and take on the base. We're going to fight that thing. Yeah, because that makes sense. Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course it does. One versus however many. They've got fighting spirit. They don't need anything more. No, my thing is, right, they've discovered the fact that they can take these things over. Would you not leave it a little while to amass some sort of army? An army? Cheers, babe. Yes. Yeah, fuck you and your beer. No, he doesn't get beer. He's already drinking my beer. He doesn't get shit. No, I've got one. Cheers. Okay. Is it okay for you to the Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Can we no, it's watch? fine. <laughs> Did you just say, can we watch? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I made that joke earlier. <laughs> Great minds. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and I told you she couldn't flash either. No, leave it. No, no leave it in. <laughs> leave it we'll in. leave it in. Don't listen. We'll bottle it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Only fans. <laughs> leave the door open then. Gotta record it. <laughs> yeah, would you not amass an army? Yeah, or, I think, or just but this at is least the thing. four or five of you. Every other village later on does. Yes, because the video, <laughs> the video they do it the right way. <laughs> exactly, they actually common. do it the right way. This is purely Carmen's influence. I know, but common sense would dictate to ha- take no, no. more than one person. Throw common sense and logic out the window. <sighs> do the yeah. impossible. Row, row, fight the power. <laughs> Break Before the unbreakable. <laughs> the episode ends with them. See the at, invisible. They head out to leave, and the mechanic <laughs> decides to go with them because they'll need a mechanic. They'll need these fingers. <laughs> and, totally and maybe. It's not the topless no. hench guy with a no. six pack. No. <laughs> it's the, the bit where she's like, and the oh, massive I'm sword. definitely going along <laughs> because maybe these guys might make a change. Yeah. 
That's literally what she says to you. A change in his pants. <laughs> and not just him, but Yoko gets the okay from the village chief to go as well. And the village chief calls her out on like in Kamina as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, everyone should have known that anyway. Like <laughs> Simon should have known that already, but he's just a kid, I guess. And yeah, he's oblivious. So that brings us into episode four. This whole episode is about how to combine in a manly way. Yeah, it is. Dear God, otherwise like known as docking. <laughs> I believe right there's a thing about this if you don't know what this is right Jim Jeffries did a stand up and he explains exactly what this is on Netflix have a look do, you know what do not is, Jim? do not google it do not no, google, google it. it no don't google it manly docking google it. you've been warned I'm not gonna I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what it is you'll have to find out for yourself <laughs> or grab a mate <laughs> Oh wow! Find out the Make hard sure way. Make sure they're uncircumcised. <laughs> yeah, find out the hard way. It's face. <laughs> so the it opens stop with, drinking my beer. <laughs> it opens with the conversation about manly combining, and it leads into Bro throwing rocks at Simon because I, I know he's trying to encourage him Look, to manly I don't combine. Because he's like tries to run at him and he's like no that's not the way we're going to do it because we look completely amateurish by the way we can I think the he's way trying he, he picks to him recreate up just... like a battlefield and explosions going everywhere yeah and f- a fight going on and he's got to like <laughs> dodge it but look cool while doing it because that's the way you combine manly you look cool, cool. not just not just do it <laughs> no it has to, to be it has to look pizzazz. like the power rangers did <laughs> With enough time to pose. We end up finding out that Simon's gunman is a very special type of gunman. Don't know why, but it's So just is Carmeners, though, apparently. But it's just one of when, the random ones he finds. And it takes, is. It only but, becomes special when they combine properly. What, kind of, yeah. But he just he says that's a Gurren Lagan type when the Spiral King fights him. Yeah. This bugs me because that is some random everyday Joe's... Fucking around, I'm an unnamed But it wasn't enemy. a thing until the power, the spiral power combined it together. Yeah. Yep. That's where I got it from. That, uh, the so Lagan, his little head is... The, yeah, is, the Lagan is the main power. And then they join together and that's when they become real super strong. Because it's the only one with a key as well. Yes. There's only two of them. Yeah. The only one with an ignition key, basically, to start it up. The other ones have push starts. Yeah. As they're doing their little moment of bro throwing rocks... We see in the distance that they're being watched by these odd cone-headed figures. <laughs> Look, this was very close to being what it should have been, right? Very odd uniform pick for this with the whole hooded cloak thing. To be fair, I thought they were the um, Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> 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 Star Wars sucks, though. Don't worry, they scare easily. <laughs> but they'll be back. In greater numbers. And in greater numbers. There we go, see? <laughs> no, they walk single file. <laughs> <laughs> they end up attacking. And it all leads to Simon getting a face full of tits again. We've all been there. And <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Look, we find out that these figures are just people. Um, not just people... We find out that, uh, well, 
Brove gets out of his gunman and the girls leave Simon behind and go running over to flock to him instead. Because I guess it's established he's a better looking... Manly aura. He's a better looking chap. I think it's supposed to be that he's just better looking as well. Do you not think? Well, yeah, he's taller. He's got the six pack and the gusto and... The shitty sunglasses and... They sunglasses are, not are shitty amazing. Glasses. About? There's no shitty sunglasses. God, they are drag queen sunglasses. They are flames. They're amazing. <sighs> yeah. How dare you, sir? He's smoking. How dare you? So these these girls that were in the cloaks, turns out they're the organisation known as Black Siblings. Why? It's a weird because name. Because Jackson 5 was taken. Because they... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> It could also be because they're all wearing black. I'm proud of that one. That was good. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. It could be that they're all wearing black. Every, everybody. <laughs> no, don't ignore my fucking hilarious joke. How dare you? <laughs> I'm not ignoring it. I'm skating right past it. See, it's just it's, it's in the distance. Everyone ends up being super friendly with each other to the point where the girls all decide to go hunting together. This is when they find those furry... Balls. I don't know what they were. They find those furry things. You've seen them, don't worry. <laughs> You've seen furry balls before. Yeah, just lift your t-shirt up. <laughs> they find them, <laughs> they find these furry balls. Turns out when they bring don't them back to do it. <laughs> when they bring them back to eat, I've just eaten. The furry balls run off because these furry balls are gunmen or beastmen. Beastmen. And they run into their gunmen. That's what I call my furry balls. How did they not? <laughs> How did they? How did they not see these like gunmen sitting nearby that they go and jump into? They're well hidden in plain sight. <laughs> <laughs> you don't notice them when they're just there. Then Simon goes to combine with Bro to fight them, and Bro slaps him off because he's about to climb up him to combine, and Bro slaps him away. You see, this is what pisses me off about Bro. These moments piss me off. This episode pissed me off with him. But again, this is another joke that he's supposed yeah, I, to do. Yeah, I get it. it. Like the manly if, way. And... Yeah, the manly way is the flamboyant showmanship that every other fucking mecha does. Yeah, but it nearly right cost them the, the fight. Rangers. It nearly cost them the fight. Yeah. His, his... I think that's the joke. Is yeah, that In any normal, thing. like even the Power Rangers when they do this, the 15 fucking hours that it takes to do the sequence where they combine. <laughs> the enemy could have just walked over and goes, what are you doing, you twat? And they yeah. just slap him about. But they don't. I think that that's what the joke is. Well, it ends up, Simon gets in trouble. Yoko has to save him. Then he gets saved again by a smokescreen. Uh, is it the Black Siblings? The Black that, siblings. Yeah, the Black Siblings end up helping and smokescreen so that he can't get killed because he's about to be killed. What was that? What was what? Did you not hear that? Yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought that came from Jay. <laughs> I was just watching YouTube. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Carry on. Not you. Don't do that again, Jim. Uh, that must be Chrissy in the bath. <laughs> Simon ends <Ooh>. up... What's <laughs> up, Chrissy? That's my sister-in-law. <laughs> we can take them out, all right? <laughs> Simon, well, Chrissy, no, I married the other twin. <laughs> Simon ends up getting the hint and he manages to combine by soaring through the air in a manly way. They finally combine, but they can't fight because they're hungry. So all the systems start to shut down and, and 
it's just getting stupid. And then Buta comes to the oh, rescue. This is the point where it's getting stupid, is it? <laughs> yeah. This is the point where Sheeny checks out. This it's is the point that Buta rips his own ass meat off mm-hmm. and feeds it to them so that they power is up. Is it his tail? Yeah. Yeah, and a bit of his ass. A bit of his rump. Yeah. Feeds them both that tiny slither of meat and that's enough to get them powered up. Well, works for Tash. <laughs> <laughs> Told you you get a shout out in this one. <laughs> <laughs> that tiny slither of me. They, <laughs> they end up producing a new move where they impale all 16 of these 16-faced furry monsters on the end of their giant drill. Shout out to Jan Tash. <laughs> <laughs> they don't kill the little balls, though. They don't... The little Just balls, empty them. <laughs> The little balls end up running away and the episode ends with them saying goodbye to the black siblings. And that's it. Stupid fucking episode. It's a great episode. There's no stupid episode. I mean, there is literally no point to that episode. None. Literally none. I it, will it's even them accept mastering that. Combining. The only thing. Yeah, that's what the episode is about. It's done in the, the most ridiculous way, but this entire show is ridiculous. The only thing that that brings in is the black siblings. Yeah. Yeah, for That's future it. use. Yeah. And Literally. he he replaces Garmina. What is the name of that guy? No, because we don't. <coughs> Kitan. We don't. Kitan, we don't it? see Kitan in that episode. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, he's leader of the the black. black I didn't think he popped yeah. up until later because that's why I didn't write him in. No, yeah, he's, he's in, in that episode. Yeah, because they start. Uh, he doesn't do a lot. All after. swooning over Carmina, Car- yeah, and, and he then gets he's jealous. like, they start. Oh, yeah, he gets jealous. Yeah, we come into episode five, and we see that Yoko has joined Bro inside. Gurren and they're having this little flirt thing inside the cramped space. Oh, it's my big foot feet being too much. Space. Yeah, she shoves her ass in his face and everything like that. Oh, fucking tease. The fighting gets a bit too much and it's somebody's leg shaking. That's what so I was thinking. Oh. Um, I've got ADHD, all right? Someone's got to move. <laughs> they end up creating a... <laughs> and the fans are like, that explains a lot. <laughs> Their little flirty fighting gets too much and they end up causing a big scene and it opens up a huge hole in the floor to which everybody falls into this giant cavern. I'd fucking go in Yoko's cavern. (laughs) At the bottom, they find a cult. It is a cult, right? It's a cult. It's a cult. I mean, it's a village, but yeah, it's developed pretty much around this one guy controlling fucking all of them through a lie. Through, Through religion. Yeah. It's a cult and they worship the face god from the celestial lands above, the face god is a gunman. And the <laughs> forehead guy... <laughs> we'll call I like him. We'll call what him is that, his we'll, name? We'll call him that for now. I have got his name later on, but yeah. for now we'll call him... In this episode, he is forehead guy. Yeah, he is. So forehead guy turns around and tells Yoko that she must wear a robe because she is so indecent. Because she's well, too she revealing. She ain't indecent. She's fucking tidy. Yeah. Like... Haircut, fresh, tidy. Like, you know what I mean, <laughs> just left the barber's tidy. Salon. <laughs> Men uh, go to barbers. Yeah, I, I get tidy after I've been to the barber. <laughs> no one's talking about you getting tidy. I know. <laughs> we find out that one of the women in the village has given birth to triplets, which now has brought the village population to 52. What's the name of the two young kids? Because... They uh, are inclusive of this. I pff, didn't notice. Tweedle D and Tweedle Irrelevant. Yeah, might yeah. as well be because 
they're relevant to this story and then they just pop oh, up. Oh, they year. are just a pain in the ass for the rest of the time. Like, why are they even you know Why wasn't it just there? twins and one? I don't know. Do you know what it reminds me of? And then everyone can stay no, and we just get four head boys. Because it's 52. Yeah, but then if it was just twins, there'd be one over and then four head boy could go, I will take their place. Yeah. And then they'd be down to well, them not, and we wouldn't have the twins. Oh, uh, yeah, I get it, but it's triplets. So yeah. They have to take Pointless. Yeah, but. Like, this reminds me of going back a little bit of a way now. Unless. High School of the Dead. With the child from High School of the Dead. Yeah. What is the point of the child in High School of the Dead? I'll put a thought out there. Are these twins Gohan from Dragon Ball when he was a kid, pre-trained? Like this annoying fucking hyperactive kid that's just around for no fucking reason other than to just just be around. They're not relevant. Yeah, that was Gohan in like the the first season. No, these aren't relevant at all, are they? The only time they become relevant is later on. After episode fifteen, when we go when to the grow new up. world and they grow up, yeah, and they pilot their own. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Until they, it's get just trained, Gohan. They're just a pain mm. in the ass. They just Gohan. Completely pointless until you know plot decides that they're not. Do, I mean, we all knew the minute with a bit we of comic relief of, from them. Yeah, when we saw the villages or the people's reaction about this whole triplets thing and the population's now fifty two, we knew what was going down here. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, I thought they were going to eat them. Time for a fair. cullen. I thought I thought it was going to be a straight up killing. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a sacrifice. Yeah, like throw sa- down on a an hole altar or sort of thing in front of the face god sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. sacrifice to the face god. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. So, what we see is or hear is that the people that are living in this place they're living off of the minimum resources that they have. They don't have a lot. They can't offer a lot, and what they do have isn't that great anyway. They don't have any cattle or anything, do they? At they all. have they have nothing. I don't think barely at all. No, like cave mushrooms. Great, but they're led by what they call the high priest, who turns out to be the father of forehead guy. Yeah, bro knows something's not right the minute he meets the high priest. He dislikes him instantly and says he's exactly like their line manager that they had back. <laughs> <in> the <room. laughs> he, he doesn't like like I wouldn't like him. No, I yeah. I would have known. Well, what, well, Ron L. Hubbard you, here? Look, you're yeah. not no gonna, one's going to fucking like yeah. him. <laughs> thing is, right, they, they they have no knowledge of cults and things like that, are they? This is it. They've lived, no, they're they've, very stupid. They're ignorant to what the world is like, and the, that's why they don't really know that something's not right, whereas obviously with the knowledge we have, we'd be like, uh, this is a cult and he's... You say that. <laughs> Scientology still exists. <sighs> Mr. Dharma was out there at one Shot point. at Scientology <laughs> from the summoning boys. <laughs> We should probably keep our powder dry. They're going to shut one. us down. Tom, yeah. Tom Cruise is going to come to this fucking door. <laughs> I mean, he's he's pretty good in. And Jack punch Rachel. us in the nuts because that's as high as he can reach. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like him in Jack Reach. I like Tom Cruise as an actor. Yeah, he's, right. he's just yeah. a shitty human being, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. Forehead boy ends up later on in this scene going over to the face god and opening up. <laughs> The gunman. He's caught by the high priest who then stops him and is like, how dare you touch the god? He was caught going into another dude's face. Yeah. That's what I heard there. And then he's so- told that we need to hurry up because the ceremony is taking place soon. And we get the ceremony. It's drawing straws. Yeah, they're all drawing lots. Um, like, when they're doing this and it's left down to those two children at the end and the priest's like, here, there's two left. You knew... He yeah. had rigged this. How the fuck do you rig had. it? How do you rig it? 
Well, well do you think he just kept them two out and yeah. then... Oh, well, just dropped them in towards, yeah. dropped yeah. Them in towards yeah. the end. Although, surely, you'd notice when it got empty, the last person... Does he draw empty. a straw? Oh, you never see him draw a straw. I don't no. think he does. I think because he's a leader, he gets away with not. Mm. Like, he's a, a guarantee. Even Forehead Boy, I don't think, draws one. We all yeah, know no, he does. He, he does. does draw one. Does he? Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh, Grayson draws it, one. Well, it ends... It's not a forehead... It's a receding hairline. It's a five head. <laughs> it's a billboard. That's where we're going to do our advertising for this episode. <laughs> I mean, there's, play, there's plenty of fucking room on there. Don't worry. So this is a bit like the King uh, King's game that they play in Japan, isn't it? Where you draw the lots and wherever the mark may lay is the people that have been chosen. The two kids win because it's rigged. Everyone's excited because they get to go to the celestial lands. But yeah. they don't because the village leader goes up to bro and the rest of the crew and is like yeah can they come with you why is it called the celestial lands is that a clue because that's where the gods come from right but that's the stars which they'd have no knowledge of existing well they just call it the so is that a clue that he knows more because he clearly does that's why he's a cultist he obviously knows that there's the stars and and everything else yeah he must he must know more than he lets on this is when they explain that they're only allowed to have a population of 50 and the minute they go over that, that's when they have to draw lots and send whoever loses up to the surface. As Surely then it's a thing called population control and you should control who can actually have kids. This is it, would you not? Yeah, I've limited it down. Yeah. Or you do what, is it? Is it called Cannonball Run where they're not what? allowed to live past... The age of 35. Logan's Run. Logan's Run. Great movie. That's it. Logan's Run. They live in the dome, don't they? Yeah, it's an old 80s movie with... um, I forgot the actor's name. He was quite famous in the 80s. Considered really good looking. Wasn't. Um, And yeah, they're not allowed to live past 30. When they do, they get pushed out. The hand lights up. And they spin in the air and die, don't they? They get like squished. And And he escapes to the outside world. Steven Seagal? No, 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 no. no. It it turns out he escapes with a girl, doesn't he? Yeah, and he ends up break, he girl. ends up finding out that they're inside a dome, and actually the whole point of this you can't live past thirty thing is because there's population control, because the resources outside of the dome there is nothing. It's supposed to be a desolate world, but it's and, not. But it's not. He gets out of the dome and finds out that actually he's in the he, middle of New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he runs up, not New York, uh, Washington, because he runs yeah, up one the of those, yeah. um, um, President Monument. Yeah, guy said Lincoln Memorial. Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, he runs up there at the end. But yeah, all right. And then goes back in and tells everyone else. It's a good movie for a, for a, a, a really old movie. It's but like, we would say that this place should really have some restrictions on who can actually... On childbirth. You yeah. just would, stuff. wouldn't you? Yeah, but when there's not much to do, people be banging. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and yeah. these people won't have access to... Condoms. Contraception. Yeah. So... True. Well, there's an easy solution for that. Well, just put it in a different fucking hole. I, the thing is, right? They're cl- so these people are—they be banging and they be—they repro- be banging and they be re- reproducing. <laughs> they be reproducing. When do they get to the point where they be banging brother and sisters? Oh, <laughs> that's a potluck. There's thing, only right? 50. <laughs> it's literally fifty as their balls deep. Well, it, well, Hold on, are you my know, sister? Literally the, the, fifty uh, people are in this place. It's been over a hundred years. You've been banging your. <laughs> The only, one of your cousins for a while. The only siblings and and parents and stuff that are getting banged are those that get stuck when they're digging tunnels. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> so it's and really... they're only stepbrothers and step siblings. Oh, not the same. That's when they're washing their clothes and get stuck. In yeah, there, exactly. Yeah, they're doing the laundry and then they get stuck. You know, the they're, they're hoovering the table and then they get stuck. 
<laughs> like some of those, <laughs> some they, of those. They were reaching for something behind the bed, and it, their arm got stuck. I'm almost certain one of those is like a coffee table, and I looked it at is, that and was it like, "It is a coffee table." I was like, <laughs> "It's the one with the diamond legs that crisscross." Like, I'm like, "That's not how you clean like, a table." Like, <laughs> all the way through the coffee table as well, isn't it? It is. Like, move your arms in, and then just. If the point isn't that they can get out. No, the point is balls <laughs> deep inside them. That's where the fucking point is. <laughs> what are you doing? So in, around, so, so in a roundabout way, the, these cave people will be interbred. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. he's got such a giant fucking forehead. <laughs> <laughs> That's why these kids are so fucking annoyingly retarded, right? Why are you looking at me? What, two ADHD kids and a big forehead? <laughs> It's not interbreeding. I've got one parent from fucking Canada and one comes from fucking Italy. What are you talking about interbreeding? <laughs> interspecies? That's yeah, it. maybe. <laughs> yeah, interspecies, yeah. I mean, you, you try with a beastman, right? <laughs> Ide- is it Idina? Idina. Yeah, is that the one with the scorpion tail? Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah see? Yeah. Yeah. You'd avoid doggy style, but yeah, you would. <laughs> Just don't get stung. Yeah. There's the entire fucking bunny episode. Yeah, there is. You'd fucking interbreed with that lot, wouldn't you? I'm not. I'm. I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fucking keep in it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. <laughs> Going back. Go back to the episode. Let's go back to the episode, please. Sure, so, why not? so after finding out about this population control, Bro speaks up and gives his Shock. opinion on the matter. He's not for it. <laughs> and, uh, really? <laughs> Who would have ever he, thought? He goes as far as to try and purposely antagonize Forehead Guy, who's like, "You don't know us. You can't tell us the calmest dude on the planet that we're wrong." He gets angry before anything happens, though. All of a sudden, a new gunman falls down. This gunman is purposely seeking out Gurren Lagan. Mm-hmm. It's heard of it and wants to meet it, and it knows it's down this hole. Well, it does have a tracker thing on it. Yeah. So during this oh, fight... Yeah, yeah. During this they, later on they say there's two Gurren Lagann mm. signals. Yeah. During this fight, um, we get the bit where we th- the idol, the face god, interferes in the fight between Gurren Lagann and this other gunman. We all thought this was forehead guy inside. Of course we all thought it was Yeah, Grayson. I thought it was forehead guy yeah. inside. Of course they thought it was Grayson. They defeat the, <laughs> they defeat the other gunman. Turns out... <laughs> Jim is doing a fishing sign. (laughs) In the campest way possible. I'm all about it. (laughs) We've all seen the gif. That is Jim. (laughs) Turns out it's piloted by the high priest who says that he didn't know what he was doing and he was just like copying what they had done when they got in Gurren Lagan. Do we believe that? Oh, no, not at all. It doesn't come up again, so... No, it doesn't. No, no. I don't believe it for a second. No, forehead boy doesn't believe it. No. Well, he... In the most politest way possible, he's like, now can you please leave? He literally... It's so unbelievable that he backs it back in and sits it back down exactly where (laughs) it was. He literally does reverse it in. Like, no one reverses their car into a parking spot (laughs) for fucking... Without practice. No one. And he's doing it with a fucking mech. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fucking his mech. He ain't even got wing mirrors on that thing. He doesn't doesn't have wing mirrors. And by the way, by the way, (laughs) it drops down to a massive fucking hole. It does, yeah. There's like a pit. Like, if he goes a little bit too far, he's fucked. He's gone down that. That's because Bro saves him before he falls down. Yeah, he grabs him with Gurren. 
That's true. This is when they sort of reveal that he cheated the system and that his intention was to kill the... He picked those kids on purpose because those kids were orphans. Yeah, they had nobody to... And it wouldn't have mattered. No one would grieve them. Yeah. In the worst way possible, he's doing the best thing possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why they had these kids come into it. Partly for that, Some of these villagers who live here must know that this is the Of course they do. But it's just the thing, isn't it? But you're going to ignore that because of the... Cult. How you live. Because of cult. Yes. Because you're brainwashed to... This is the norm. I would also say you'd ignore it anyway. If if you realised that that was the only way you were going to be able to survive, you'd go, eh. Yeah. It's literally the way it's going to have to be. So the episode ends with them leaving and forehead guy decides that he's going to come with them. Um, this is not just because obviously he's interested in what the outside world's like, but he also turns around to the high priest who's his father and he says, with me leaving, that'll drop you to 49, which will help a little bit. Well, it means you'll get a bit more extra food. Well, you? You, get, you get a one person being born yeah. breathing space. Great. But you've got a woman who lives in the village who clearly has the genetics to produce triplets, whose triplets are now living in the village who may con- <laughs> also have the genetics to have triplets of their own. Yep. It is increased chances. We need to... In- That's in- science, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we need to invent some contraceptives for this place. Yeah. There is one. It's called a coat hanger. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say it's called an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, <laughs> what? That, that that's alleviating the problem before there is one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, they fell down the stairs. I should have been the high priest. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna do it, do it the wrong way. <laughs> Stick it in a th- the bun hole. <laughs> See that exit? That's also an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> if you must, you must. Some may die. <laughs> But that is a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> or just do the old when in doubt, pull it out. All over the cave wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's how cave paintings were invented. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Only his cave paintings. That's why they're all human shaped. <laughs> it's an outline. <laughs> it's not a Kama Sutra, it's a cave painting. <laughs> okay, Did moving you say Kama Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'd still be in the position, wouldn't they? <laughs> it's just an outline. Okay. Tapestry. Move on. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Tapestry. We go into episode... Episode... Okay. We move just into... Tying over here, don't mind me. We move into episode six. Choking on all those dicks. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it did. Yeah, it's, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> I stroke. I'm good at what I do. So... so episode six opens with them all reaching the predetermined destination that they were looking for and nothing is there they're following this destination would they have not noticed sooner that this destination (laughs) moves no one updated google maps right that's fucking not one point they look down and go refresh Just F5 that, don't worry about it. <laughs> we cut to inside Gurren Lagan and Yoko is complaining that she can no, cannot stand the manly smell anymore. That it's is, all green inside. It, is, it, is, it? it is. And this is. She's like holding her nose and everything and they're all like, what's up, are you alright? And getting really close to her and it's like, oh, are you, I'm feeling unwell. This is when the rabbit gunmen appear. 
they are beaten easily. Like they they pop up, they are smash. This is when Yoko's gun works for once. Yeah, and she actually manages to kill one herself. They leave one alive, and they follow it, and they follow it into it's like a fog, right? Yeah, my grandpa is. Steve, what is this? Now, what this is this? <laughs> Who hold up, is hold up. this? Do you know what? Do you know what this episode is? This is the bathhouse from Spirited Away. Yes, it is. Because yeah. it's the same bridge and the same bathhouse. There's a bridge. Yeah, there's a bridge it's going in. It's a fucking it, yeah. bridge, and it's the exact same bridge as it Spirited Away. It is Spirited Away. Away, isn't it? It is Spirited With Away. With the old guy. Yeah. Even. There's it's, literally even the old guy. And, the, and the, an old man appears in the mist and he points them to this. But it is the bathhouse from Spirited Away. It's the same bridge. It's the same bathhouse. You know what I love about this old man? They, they, he directs them the whole way. Like he's pointing the look, whole look, time. I can't remember past episode 15, <laughs> right? Is he important? Or he's, I think no, he turns out to be a beast man. Yeah, he? I think he's a beast man. Right. But <laughs> rather than letting him in the cabin and him directing them, Gurren Lagann's holding him in his hand, this frail old fucking yeah, 90-year-old man <laughs> while he's pointing. Not once did they bring him inside out of the cold fog. Yeah, but he's a stranger. You're not going to let him in. Aren't all of them strangers have only known each other for like a week? Well, look, he leads them to the bunny girls, okay? This is when we get the That ain't a girls. stranger. That's a fucking hero. This is <laughs> <laughs> and this is when we get the bunny girls welcome. all swarming them. Welcome, oh, welcome. God. Oh, yeah. Era, You're not leaving this great. bathhouse. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. Not alive. You anyway. are when you find out. I was going to say. <laughs> One way or another. <laughs> is this not, right? When it gets to the feast bit, right? And they've got all the food in front the of them. The feast is already there. Do you know <laughs> Forehead guy's like, I'm not going to. It is him, isn't it? That's I like, love yeah, I'm not going to touch this. Yeah, it's going to be poisoned. Mm. And they've already eaten it all. <laughs> Would yeah, this not have been the perfect moment to have killed them? Yeah. Yeah. To have poisoned the food. Well, yeah, but plot. you know, plot. plot. Okay. Yeah. And then how are you supposed to get the big reveal and the um, and Yoko in the actual? Yeah, how are you supposed to get the bathhouse in piece? the spring? Oh, come okay. on, we so... need the important parts of this episode. <laughs> this is we're here for the plot. <laughs> Guess who else is at the bathhouse? But the black siblings. They're all at the bath. What, performing or? No, they're guests. Oh, those ones are funny men. The Jackson Five. Oh my god! <laughs> and then it's bath time. In the hot spring waters, and the best bit of this Bro episode. gets super excited for this. Wouldn't you? Cut to them in the bath and a ginormous wall separating the male and female. It sides. is literally humongous, isn't it? Like he's super desperate, yeah, to get to get to the other side, right? Yeah. Why didn't he just go out of the curtain and go in the girl's side curtain? He's got the balls, so why not do it? Simone is a digger. Yes, there's that too. That yeah. works right in this episode. Drill. He does that. He does do that in this episode. Yes. Well, Bro starts talking to him about... Because they, they're looking at the moon at this point. Man's got to do what a man's got to do. And he says to it's him... It's a that, speech. He, he, says to, <laughs> he says to Simon that he wants to go to the moon. One day they will go to the moon. Then they start hearing the girls talking from next door. Oh, and the girls are all talking your, about... Your boobs are so big. Boob sizes. This is a, a trait that... It's a trope of yeah, all anime. It is, yeah. We always get the, the bath the or beach scene, scene where yep. they talk about tit sizes. To and... be fair, Fran does talk about her boob size a lot. It comes up in conversation with her mates. Oh, so you think this is just a thing girls do? I'm not going to speak If we girls. have any girl fans, which I'd be fucking surprised if we do. Yeah. <laughs> but if we do, do you talk about boobs all the time? Well, surely it's just a part of their body. They don't see them the same way we do. So surely they're yeah, just... 
talk about it. Like in, they wouldn't talk yeah, about in, it. Like in oh, animes, I'm so big, they're so massive. In they're animes, just like, they sort of grab each other's tits all the time and are like, oh, well, as a guy, you don't walk up to another guy and grab his dick and go, right. well, that's a big <laughs> one you've got there. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Grayson doesn't do that to you all the time. What are you on about? Just me? Oh, all right. Only fans. Only fans. But like, Fran's been on the phone to her sister, butt naked. Oh, only friends. Yeah, but what the, what's a phone call got to do with... No, I mean, like, a video call. Oh, right, what? okay. All right, no. They're twin sisters. They're, yeah. it's, I don't know if that's different. Mm. I've, I've not been on the phone to my brothers, both butt naked. But Not with the phone at dick level. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Norse dick. <laughs> I mean, hey, bro, it... look at this. Does this look normal? <laughs> I mean, the only thing is, I guess, the only thing that's relatively comparable is when you guys turn up for an episode at my house. You're always in your underwear. I am. Always. Always. We're not turning up for an episode at your house. We watch the fucking Euros at your house. Yeah, you We turn up for episodes at my house, and you're always in your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> when I go to collect him, yes. Yeah, always. Yeah. It just has to be done. No, it doesn't Jesus. have to. Your have to is it being used wrong. No. It's it a choice to. that you're you're making. Yeah. I feel very comfortable in my own house, in my breezy, breezy boxes. <laughs> Briefs. Boxes. <laughs> No briefs. <laughs> They're the baggy ones as well. That's what yeah? I don't get. No, no, what's wrong no with that? as long as I don't turn up and he's in a thong, I'm fine. Why? I don't know. The shock would probably get me. <laughs> it's all normal till you turn around. <laughs> <laughs> then it's gorilla ass. <laughs> I'm not wrong though. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not. Going back to the episode. Please. <laughs> we get, because of the booby talk, bro is distracted from his conversation about going to the moon and he wants to attempt to climb the wall to see what's on the other side. You would get distracted, though. You would. This is the moment where the little kid's in the bath with them and he sticks his finger in Simon's Oh, find the hole! No, he's like, find the hole! Hole, hole, hole! (laughs) (laughs) Sticks his finger up and he's like, hmm, It's not the worst part. That's a kid being stupid, Make, and it's a funny joke. Yeah, it is. The worst part is when... He sees over the wall, comes back down, and Carmen goes, "Wait, that worked!" And he's like, "Stick it in my ass." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. He's like, "God, that's the worst." <laughs> and then he runs next door, he, naked. He, you can see his weenie in this guy. You? you can. You can see one of their weenies. Yeah, yeah the, little kids. the little kids. The little kids. Yeah. Kids the other ones this. are covered up by um, the the mole thing and yeah. a drill. <laughs> so the little the little kid ends up going. Mole place drill and mole place. <laughs> the Is little... it odd that? Commoners is really small and Simone's is this fucking huge drill. <laughs> no, what's really funny is the fact it is oh, really? Booter's hands are out the front. So what the hell is he holding <laughs> What the hell is Booter? How is that taking place? He's plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, so, like I saw it, I was like, his hands are out the front. <laughs> Jim paid attention to the little details. <laughs> They, learned, they learned from the cave people. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's that hot glue stick. Simon ends up drilling into the wall while Bro Climbs is attempting it. to climb the wall. He opens up the small hole, the peak hole, or peep hole. He sees the girls there. Can't, he can't, I was going to say, he can't see much or anything like that, but he can hear them more clearly through the hole. And he hears them talking about Bro and Simon. And the, the girls, the black siblings, the girls that are in the bath, they talk about Bro first. 
and Yoko completely shuts them down. And it's like, he's a dick. Then they bring up Simon, and this is when Yoko starts, like, she blushes, and she starts bigging Simon up, and this gives him the wrong impression, because he heard her... Because it would. Yeah, he heard her belittle bro, and then do nothing but praise him. Is this reverse psychology for the girls to stay away from Kamina? Yes, I think so. Possibly. Tell him he's a prick so they don't go near him. Maybe. It doesn't work. We we cut to bro again, and he has finally made it to the top of the wall. (laughs) He's made it to the top of that mountain and he <laughs> will conquer this mountain and see the treasure on the other side. I remember the speech <laughs> perfectly. And as he gets there, just as he's about to look down, the whole bathhouse turns into a ginormous gunman that was charging in a charging port in the mountain. The plug comes out. The plug comes out. <laughs> the plug comes oh, Jesus, I forgot about that bit. Oh no, I put that down. Didn't have a long enough cable, that's the problem, you see. They get in Gurenlagen, and they face off with the bathhouse gunman. God, I love this. The gunman puts up the video of the girls all trapped in a cage, and their bits are pixelated. Yep. And initially, you're like, oh, that's so they don't show us the audience. Japanese censorship. But bro, bro turns around and goes, why is it pixelated? I can almost make it out, but I not can't quite. see the good stuff. <laughs> and she's like, she turns around and is like, if you... She says that she will unpixelate them if he steps out of the gunman. He steps out of the gunman. No, way. It's the fact that Yoko's like, yeah, right. They're not stupid. What are you doing? And he's like, sorry, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. <laughs> That's the damn way of living, baby. <laughs> He's, I'm not having that. They <laughs> retract your statement of Dandy being in this episode. We've got Carmen <laughs> in this episode. Living the Dandy way. Good, good as her word, the bathhouse beastman unpixelates the girls and towels. they're all in towels. <laughs> Even I went, oh. Yoko, Yoko gets fed up of the stupidity of bro and breaks them out of the cage herself. Shoots the chain, doesn't she? Yes, she shoots the chain and then there's the scene where Bro is fighting his way through the bathhouse. Yoko's fighting her way through the bathhouse. They both come together. Y- Yoko, I've come to save you as she fucking absolutely pile drives him in the face. If you wanted to say I'm your just a little ask, I'll show you oh, anytime you want. Yes. Wait, she, what? She, she, she offers him up a look. <laughs> well, she, and, then a back, and then backtracks. A lot of looks it anytime is, he wants. It is literally, God, all you needed to do was ask and I would have shown you them. And then she's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, that's not what I meant. Not what I meant. It's, totally it's 100% what she totally meant. What meant. Then they start destroying the bathhouse gunman from the inside. I'd destroy Yoko from the inside. Uh, <laughs> we the, know. The, the, lead, the leader then realises they're inside and she has equipped the girls with special towels that can constrict... Them. It's the fact that she sta- she turns it on, it starts crushing them, and then <laughs> literally Carmen is like, oh. <laughs> and He's this- like, oh, maybe tighten it a bit more. <laughs> it sounded like toast then. Toast alone then. <laughs> oh. uh-huh. This is also... Yes! This is- <laughs> yes, I can hear you, Clam Fandango. <laughs> this is also when we get the first mention of there being a spiral king. Then it's not mentioned after that, but we- nope. the name is dropped in there. Is that you? <clears throat> that is. That is him. What's wrong with you? It's one to drink beer. It's just a beast that's inside <laughs> him. Yeah. The is it you? Are you the beast? <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> balls are on my chest. I'll have you know. 
the big boss isn't paying attention and the little annoying kid manages to grab the remote that controls the towels. Bro is screams at him to turn... To, to, he loosens it, doesn't he? It? So it it's normal. And then yeah. he's like, turn it all the way off, all the way off. Keep turning the dial, keep turning the dial. The kid turns the dial to the point that the towels fall. Bikinis. And you're like, uh, 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 it's bikinis. And the girls are all in bikinis. Double layer of protection. Well, bro, rate for Beach Girls. This, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a local joke for local people. <laughs> bro ends up raging at this point. Shout out to anybody from Wisby. <laughs> he starts raging because he hasn't got to see the girls naked. That he ends up combining again. They form Gurren Lagan again, and they destroy. The big bathhouse gunman very easily at this point. Like, if I was there, all right, this is just me thinking from a comfort sort of thing. I would definitely take over that. You're taking the bathhouse. Yeah, you're taking the bathhouse. You would have thought so, wouldn't you? Not blooming destroying the bathhouse. Well, they destroy it, and this is the moment that Yoko's boobs pop out, and everyone's like, oh. And everyone gets a look, even Simon. Do you mean. Everyone in the anime, or just me and Grace and go, No, it's not like they give you much, but... No, it is true. It's it's true. (laughs) And the episode ends with, guess what? Viral's back. Great. He turns up. I like Viral. I don't know what your problem is with him. Yeah, I like him. It's Uh, just like... No, I I was sick to death of him continuously coming back. Pissed me off. That's the point of him, though. Yeah. He's the other, he's the same as them because no, he joins no, them no, no, no. from the opposite he side. He would have had yeah. the same effect had he have popped up maybe twice and then not popped up. But again then he wouldn't have the had, it wouldn't have shown to have that fighting spirit. Is he yeah. getting the ri- back up. The rivalry is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. it's the point to he's still got to get back mm. up. It's an equal equality mm. thing. I think he just pops up too much, a little too much. Do you know me. what he is? And best way to relate him is uh, Speed of Sound Sonic from One Punch Man. The bad guy one, that's yeah. just the ninja who won't stop even though he can't stop. win. Yeah. yeah, that's literally what he is. So episode seven opens with Viral being back, um, but he won't fight them because they're naked. And he's like, "Before we fight, put some, Get some clothes. clothes on." <laughs> and we have another gunman fight. God, you hate Mecha, don't you? I fucking he really does, but there's no reason. Nothing for about it. these fighting scenes or anything like that are exciting or hyped or anything they're boring did you not like the finishing move yeah. I, hate, I hate all i Giga hate a drill break i get no joy out of watching mech fights i love them shit i'm not a huge fan of over exaggerated poorly animated the crap. ones in these are good because they're piss takes i enjoy them they're over the top it's stupid and that's why i like them in this you've i'm got, not a huge mech you've fan got a problem either. with over exaggeration and then you watch shim and eater and you're like that's cool that's all fine. It's a different thing altogether. Maybe. He doesn't mind over exaggerated sexuality. Yeah, exactly. Just it's not just... over exaggerated big toys. Mm. Mech fights. Ugh. I love them. Have you watched Neon Genesis? No. It's There's not... a good reason for yeah, that. Yeah, there is a good reason. It's not great. It's very fucking religious. I don't heavy. watch mechs. And complicated. Don't watch mechs. Oh, God. This is stop. probably the only mech I've watched. I did it. I did tell you to watch Alden Zero, but you haven't. Nope. That's a good of mech. mech that I would have watched. That's a good mech, but it has a lot of good plot Transformers well, Headmasters? Though. Nope. Good. I don't oh, like Transformers. I keep telling you. What, the cartoon? Any of them. I think it was Gen 2 or Gen 3 they did a Headmasters. Even the movie. I, I watched the movie, piloted. but that was because Megan Fox was in it. I mean, yeah. 
So, yeah. Mm, whatever. That is Optimus Prime. Anyway, carry on. Transform and roll out. <laughs> During the fight, they talk about <laughs> they talk about the fact that there's a capital, and they talk a little bit more about the fact that there's a spiral king. So they're, they're name dropping him more often now to sort of bring him into this. Well, he's a big bad. They're starting to give you the hints. Then a bullet comes flying out of nowhere from the distance. Now, at this point, when I saw the shadow, I was like, is that Howl's moving castle? (laughs) (laughs) Because, fuck me, it looked like the silhouette version of Howl's moving castle. 100% looked like Howl's moving castle from a distance, right? I know it doesn't look like anything like it when you actually see it, but I was like, I'd already seen the Spirit Away bathhouse, and I was like, is that Howl's moving castle as well? I thought they were just taking the piss out of Ghibli completely at this point. That's not difficult, though. Yeah. But, I mean, just listen to one of our Ghibli episodes <laughs> if you want to see Ghibli ripped apart. I like Spirit Away. It wasn't bad. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's good. That sums up it, our review. <laughs> I, gave it, I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven. <laughs> then we get the... Uh, they make some penis jokes at this point, don't they, about the uh, moving castle mm-hmm. because the whole, that, that ginormous pointy bit is coming from between the legs of it. It does look... Even when they eject, it leaves behind its dick. It yes, does. it does. And just the body drops out. So that is effectively a giant cock. Yes. And Bro wants to fight it. Of course. And we find out that it's piloted by one of the Spiral King's generals. Four generals. That's all you you get. Man. We so, see there's four of them later. But I thought they said that you're one of. I am they one just of say the four one of. Oh uh, no, he just says one of the generals. I think mm. oh, he might I say don't four. Um, I didn't get four until I saw them. <laughs> no, they, def- they definitely mentioned yeah. four earlier than when you see them. Okay, I'm just not sure if it's here or not. Well, bro, won't uh, retreat from this ginormous gunman, and it is ridiculously oversized ship. against like it's a ship with legs. Yeah, and their leg is damaged at this point. Yep. And it uh, repairs itself through... Yeah, fighting spirit. Fighting spirit. Spiral energy. Sure. Fighting spirit. Yep. <laughs> same thing, apparently. Yeah, same thing. That's what we Don't find know. out anyway. But it's all coming from Simon. Yep. Is it? Yes. Oh, I thought it was from both. Nope. Simon. No. Whenever he's hyped Simon. up, you see the energy bar go up. Yeah. He's, he's in direct control of how much energy they've got to distribute. Carmina does the fighting. Simon does the energy providing. Cool. That's their partnership. So that's so why it he's fails. He's a battery. Yeah, that's why it fails yeah. later on because he gets overhyped and then he spews out energy and can't yeah, control yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. Because there's no Kamina to force it into a direction. Yep. So they know that they've got to try and get on the deck of this ship. On the dick. He's, he's <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> he's a very well, large dick. dick. So they very decide, large dick. They decide that Need the a best... lot of dick sealing for that. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to do this is to purposely get hit with a missile, blown up into the air so that they can land on board. What a way to get yourself on board. They get there and... This is the finger in the bum tactic. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is. It literally is. He's like, oh, hold We've on. all been there. Have we? <laughs> yeah? No. What, you've never had a missile? Not up me bum. <laughs> You're missing out, <laughs> son. They're on the deck and they're getting... all out. <laughs> hey, so you, you got a tickly spot up there. You'll like it. Hmm. They, they're getting attacked <laughs> on the deck of the ship and another smaller gunman starts to attack them, but they're saved. They're saved by another gunman whose pilot knows bro. Then we get to see the general for the first time, the gorilla. It's a gorilla general. It's a gorilla general. It's a gorilla general. I can't remember his name. Gorilla general will do. I don't even remember his name either. 
that that dude from Planet <laughs> of the Apes. He um, slaps Gurren Lagann about a little bit while on his deck. While on his dick. I'm not... Um, no, <laughs> he will not bite. <laughs> you shouldn't ever bite a dick. Turns out that these mechs that have come to save them are piloted... One is piloted by Kitan, who is the older brother of the Black Siblings, and the chief of Litna Village? Yeah, I believe so. Dika. I wrote his name. I hope that's his name. So, sure, why not? <laughs> like, you just wrote dick for no reason. <laughs> Dika. It's a posh way of saying it. Dika. And he tells them that since they left and they left with, you know, they left the village with the knowledge that they can take over gunmen, they Everybody have been taking over, take over gunmen. Yeah. Something the way, they should have done weeks ago. Yes. What about the star one? The star one is so weird. It's cool. Well, the, 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 you mean the half one. moon, key yeah. one, yeah. It's cool. It's weird. It's like a half moon from one side, a star from the front. It yeah, looks cool. Weird. I didn't like it's it. It's a good design. I like that design. It's probably my favourite gunman. Why? It's just, it looks cool. It just literally looks like something. Especially when it's powered up with the others and it's got his sword and its little like. Oh, what when the sisters combine? With it's it. gladiator fucking yeah. baton from fucking you know you expect a wolf in the background and a little shield. It's cool. It literally looks like something out of the magic roundabout. <laughs> what magic roundabout did you watch? <laughs> I remember a fucking stupid dog, a springy boy. Uh, which which dog? The the one that looked like a carpet. It looked like a shag rug. <laughs> yeah. Shag rug. Nice. Back to Gurren Lagann. Bro won't still retreat, even though they're up against it, against this humongous gunman. Only because he says that if they were to turn and run, this thing would pick them off from behind in an instant. Because it's got cannons fucking everywhere. Well, it's true. Yeah, the best way to he fight it is on it. So yeah, he, he is right. At this moment, they cannot leave. Then he allows Simon to take over, to take the lead. And he leads the gunman over to the cliff edge. Uh, all the way, shooting around it. With spirally things. We yeah. all saw what was going to happen here, right? Yeah. It gets to the point, we've, we see that he has dropped explosive devices into the floor all around the gunman. They blow up and it drops the ginormous ship. Into thing, a ravine. Into a ravine. At this point, I thought they just won it. They, that yeah, was I it. thought that was I thought, it. oh, they've defeated it because it's plummeted down to the bottom of a ravine. After they've won, this is when they decide that like they have formed the resistance. That's yeah, yeah. It's it's they decide to no. Sorry, they t- they form Digoran when they get that's they the when ship they get it. Dies. Yeah, because yeah. he calls that, the ship Digoran. It's, it's yeah. just a resistance at this point. Yeah, until Bro comes up with the idea that they must steal the huge gunman ship and make it their headquarters, and we. The gorilla general actually says this is the biggest gunman owned by the beastman, but and it was not. a gift from. The but it's not King the biggest one, no, because not then at all. about two, th- four episodes later, we see a fucking bigger one. Yeah, everyone's not sure about the whole plan until and and Bro is like, "Don't worry, Simon's got this covered. He'll take over the ginormous gunship." That's He'll, literally his plan, isn't it? He's it's like, it. oh, he's going to take it over," and everybody else is like. Uh, we remember this guy. He's not going to be the greatest well, person. At this point, Yoko gives Simon the round the campfire. The you've got this punch on the arm, like yeah, come on, you got it, bro. Don't worry about it. And then she goes to find Bro, who's sort of staring off into the distance at the moon, and that isn't he. And it's nice that we finally get a after what we've probably had about four episodes of them just like 
grandstanding and not a lot of actual character hitting development. each other and kicking yeah. each other. And well, that's the characters, actually, isn't it? These over-the-top, yeah. exaggerated, yeah. one-dimensional, I'm-here-for-a-one-trick pony kind of thing. Because this is episode yeah. six, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, and seven. Yeah, this is episode seven. So it's taken no, seven episodes so, for her to finally admit. What she admits is she goes up to him and states that she just doesn't want him to die. And he says, don't worry, you cover my back and I've got your front. No, he says, I've got everything from the front. And she's like, your back is your main weak point. Taps him on the shoulder and then kisses him, don't you? Not at this point. Ah, it's getting close. No, though. at this point she just says that she doesn't want him to die and then the episode ends with a volcano erupting. Mm, that's, that's I don't know if that was a euthanism. That's a euthanism. Or... I thought that was episode six then. Or is it going into it? Uh, I don't know. I got lost at this point. Episode eight. Yeah, there we go. Episode eight opens with Simon trying to go to sleep, but he can't sleep. Yoko appears before him and... He's about to tell her that he likes her. Definitely. This is the moment when he's about to admit to her that he's got feelings for her. He doesn't get the chance, though. I thought he backed out and just stopped saying it. Oh, no, because she starts talking about, is Carmen all right? And stuff yeah, like she, that. she changes the conversation and he never gets the opportunity to say what he wants to say. Um, at this point, we all know that he's got the wrong idea. It was obvious from episode the three. House. Episode no, episode three. Episode three. Yeah, episode three. True, when yeah. she wanted to go hunting with him and not yeah. have Simon there. So for us, it's not really a surprise. But then the next scene is when Yoko goes back to Bro. Yeah, this is the one, isn't it? And this is when she says, "Would you like to say it? Your back is your main weak point. You always miss people coming from it." Literally taps him on the shoulder and then kisses them instantly. I like it because. Uh, Carmen turns around and it's like, Twice, that's right, it? as long as I'll take on everything from the front, as long as you've got my back. And they and kiss, they, they they kiss twice, and it's also the moment that he turns around to her and says, I'll repay that kiss. A ten, thousand, ten times ten, over. Ten, ten thousand times over. over. Yeah. Ten, ten, thousand. ten thousand times over, and she's like... I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then an you I see love you 3,000? Yeah, it seems like it. It is like that. Yeah, kind of, That's very similar. Yeah. But it ends with us seeing that Simon was in the bushes and he saw it all and he gets super upset and runs off and curls up in a ball in Lagan uh, crying. It's like it has shattered his world a bit because he's just like, it's none of my business. It's none of my business. He what knows, happens? though. Yeah, he does there now. But for him, the, the signs weren't there, I guess. Yeah. Well, or was it, he just so oblivious to it? Because I think it was just that childhood child, naivety. Yeah. Yeah, well, he doesn't know what he's, he's clearly for. a lot younger than Bro, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, and he's massively. even younger than Yoko. Yeah, by I'd, like I'd say yeah, four or five years. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be around thirteen, right? Yoko's sixteen. I think Bro's nineteen or eighteen. You saying that he's blooming thirteen? I think he's more of like twelve or eleven. No, I'd say about no, thirteen say or so. About, I think about thirteen. Mm. All right, we get to the next day, and it's the it's the day of the attack that they're going to go after the the big gunship. And they combine. They want to combine with the fortress to take it over. But his power levels, you can already see. Lagan. We, we knew this was coming, right? Uh, we, yeah. we knew that because he was upset about what had just happened. He's not gonna be firing. You can't focus all the energy yeah. and power on it. But he's constant. He's pissed off that it's affecting him as well because he's like, it's none of my business. Why is? It, why am I getting so upset about this? Because he, you would get upset about that. Yeah. 
even with understanding, if you like someone and you even can understand you, someone he, not he liking had left you, it, you go, well, that's He had left it too late to say anything, is what he'd done. Yeah, I feel like that's the conflict that he had. That maybe he'd have felt better if actually he'd been able to say it. And then Yoko was like, look. If he'd have no, got a straight answer without way. finding out yeah. that way. The hard way, yeah. you would say. He but it's not Bro's way. fault. No. no it's, it's no one's like, fault. Although, fault. Although, would Bro not have known that he liked Yoko? No, I don't no. think so. Because I don't Bro, think there are any signs Do you not think they're close him. enough? No. Bro, that, to have, Bro doesn't look at the I, detail. I don't think there's enough from Simone towards Yoko. Yeah, there isn't. Okay, yeah. No, I that. get that. Just just a few blushing moments. Yeah, and that's it. And like, and I don't think always, there's anything. And Carmen is not there. Yeah, they're always just between Yoko and Simon. Yeah. So they get to the the fortress, and it's literally at the bottom of this ravine, and it hasn't moved. Although the people on it, they all knew the assault was going to be coming, so they're all prepared, and the assault begins. The ship launches beastmen all over the place up into the air because there's tons on board. I had a size like. Problem. Sometimes it's like ridiculously big, and sometimes it's like looks smaller, sort of thing. And it, yeah, it's chock full of gunmen. Yeah, I think this is again, we're supposed to. This is where the comedy aspect comes in. It's just like an unbelievable amount of yeah. pouring out, sort of thing. Like the sword. It, it, when every, it was everything, extra long and it yeah, kept going. Everything is hyper exaggerated to make it yeah. kind of funnier or, you know, just stand out more. And you're supposed to. It gets to that point where you go, when's enough? Enough? Come on. Is and Vir- Viral, Viral is here as well, isn't he? He's on board. Yeah. And Lagan and Simon manage to... They manage to drill into the top of the fortress, into the head of the fortress. But Simon can't get Lagan to fully sink because he's so distracted with the whole Yoko thing. At this point, would you not have pulled yourself together? What's the name of the engineer, sorry, again? Which one? Twiddly Fingers. Yeah. Uh, begins with an L... Leron. Leron, yeah, because Leron turns Ron. around. Yeah, Ron turns around basically and says, There's something wrong with Lagan. It's not, it seems conflicted. It's and not it's fully not, sinking. It's not sinking for some reason. What's going on? Sinking? And then the guerrilla general gets into his gunman because all the generals have a Unique. gunman and then also a personal gunman as well, don't they? They have a big one and. A traveling one, yeah, because the yeah. thing he has that stupid centipede thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the turtle guy has a ginormous turtle. Wait, is it? Bro ends up flying out of his gunman. Oh, and this. Oh, this oh I love this. So bit. Jump, jumps up to Simon and just open the hatch. Smacks open him. the hatch. All right, what's going on? Teeth. Yeah, just punches him. Because all good anime have a bit of a slap or a punch. Sometimes in them. you just, just need got... to give someone a good slap. Yep. He tells Simon to get his act together, so Simon gets his act together. Well, every, the, every time, yeah, you, every doubt time yourself, you doubt yourself, and I'll be bro, there to smack you on. bro goes, returns to his gunman, is about to take off to fight again, and then the huge shot comes through the bottom, and it goes straight through his gunman. Oh, and it was the the guerrilla general from inside. They show it like three or four times. Yeah, they do well. because it's like a cut from everyone, isn't it? Like Yoko and then, from the team from Seamoon. Yeah, they they burst through and Viral and the Gorilla General team up on Bro inside Gurren. He gets smashed about and then finally, is it Viral or the Gorilla? The Gorilla. So the Gorilla General manages to stab through the back of Gurren and it goes. Through into bro, you, bro. Well, not through him. You don't see it goes just through into, him, but into the back. I think of it's bro. supposed to be like the side. It slices through the yeah chunk of his body, upper body. Yeah, and it powers down, and you think, oh shit. Well, he's dead. 
Well, yeah, you think he's dead. You th- at this point, you're like, I didn't think he was dead because I didn't think he was going to die. Yeah, so I was like, I didn't think he was dead. Dead. I thought at this point, when they show his fucking life signs, and it just dwindles to nothing. I expected a burst back up again. I did expect that. Yeah, but everybody expects that in an anime. It's like I think that's the point of when he actually finally does kick it at the end. You go, oh shit! Yeah, I know. But at this point, when this all happens, Simon goes fucking mental. Well, he syncs up fully. He slaps Viral into next week. He oh, goes fucking Causes a flying. volcanic explosion. Yeah. Lots yeah. of volcanic explosions. Bro wakes up again. Well, he just hears over the radio that Seaman's out of control, and if it doesn't stop, yeah, he's going to go stop. into the cliffs oh, he's gonna kill and kill everyone. He wakes up and is like, pull yourself together. Can't a guy just get a little yeah. sleep? <laughs> nice, yeah. They end up combining again. Did anyone notice the blood in this bit as well? Yeah, there's and loads yeah. of When he gets up, and it literally just pisses out of him yeah. on one side. Yeah. I'm like, for ha ha Yeah. And he manages to sync up one more time, um, and they're in perfect sync together. Yep. And he, tell, he tells him one more time to believe. And be- yeah, don't believe in me. Believe in the you that believes don't, in... Don't um, believe in the me that believes in you. Don't believe in the... Believe in you. Believe in you. He, he finally says, just believe in you. Yeah. And never forget that. And never doubt yourself. Never forget. Oh, never doubt yourself. It's that last bit where he's just like, see you later, bro. And they form they form the ginormous lanced drill. Yeah. Giga they, drill break. They end up smashing through Gorilla Guy's mech and, and they kill him. The finishing move. Uh, Giga drill break. And, no, the, the uh, twin glasses. Oh, yeah. The, the finishing twin, move. Twin glasses. Throws them and the glasses spin, spin, spin. They slow down and separate and you see them both there. Oh, it's so good. And then we get Bro's final moment. Uh, where it goes black and white. And he's just like, see white, you later, White and bro. blue for his face, yeah. doesn't it, right at the end? See you later, bro. Yeah. And that's and it. He doesn't even hear him. No, he doesn't. He's like, what'd you say? And then it's like... And Bro, bro dies. Oh. And then it starts raining. All, and all of the scene, the scene that they ends they, it. they oh. give us kind of what um, Grimgar did. They give us yeah. the their Pain. everything's dark, everything's raining, and you get the flash from character to character, and you just see he's everyone in pain. Yeah, and he's dead. You just see that he's dead inside the. He's just inside the mech. Yeah, he's dead. The mech and, is just there, and you see yeah. him lumped over inside. No, no show does that. And no, uh, no they um, don't show your body just still in its fucking place of death. They're always no, holding yeah. it, or just carrying it. Yeah. Or, and he's just—they've left him alone in this mech. And it ends with Simon saying that on that day they lost something that could not be replaced. Yeah. Also, something that I really liked—we can now talk about it because we're at the end of this episode of ours something that i've like right at the start we always get is the narrator who's like this is a tale of a man that doesn't realize his destiny and you always think it's about Kamana. and you always think it's about Kamana. it's like this is the tale of a man whose destiny is yet to be revealed and that I and then after this the episode it changes doesn't it look i didn't see him dying coming who would Obviously, this is my and second time watching it through. And even when you see it, you through, don't so think Yeah, it's I permanent. didn't believe it. You think there's going to be some Dragon Ball somewhere I that'll pull that, him back. I thought he just, like, maybe passed out with pain. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, next episode, they would have patched him up or something. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, we'll cover the, what comes next. But that was the expectation. But at this point, the realisation of him actually being dead dead hadn't hit home until you get the next episode. Two episodes, yeah. Yeah. Nine and ten. The Mo- pure pain yeah. episode where it is just Simon yeah. lashing out. Yeah, that that's when you know that he's dead. But at this point, you're still there with the whole, 
well, maybe next episode that he'll just be laying in a hospital bed. Because obviously Dai Gurren, that they take over, has a full hospital facility. But, yeah. So we're, what, eight, eight, episodes, eight episodes in? in? How are we feeling so far? This is one of my favourite animes of all time. You don't need to ask me how I feel. I fucking love this show. All right, this kick-started my love for anime again after maybe 10, 15 years of not watching it. Mm. Purely but- because of the stereotypes that it does lean into for comedy... That's what pulled me into this show. Yeah, I mean, it's the dandy of mix. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't get the comedy from it. A, to be a honest, lot of it me. is older shows, Dragon Ball and Bleach and yeah. stuff like I that. Didn't, I didn't get any of the comedy, but it I actually laugh. loved and enjoyed the. Anime. No, I don't think it is that laugh out loud kind of funny. I no, think I think it's oh, it's a reference to. It's oh, ridiculous. it's a reference to. And yeah. mine is the but like, that doesn't that doesn't make me like love it. Just because I'm like, oh, there's a reference there. That's yeah. uh, fair enough. That that doesn't make grab me and make me love an anime. No, but it is that you know we talked about. I wasn't invested. Earlier. I wasn't invested in Bro. So when he died, I was like, oh fuck, I didn't see that. Coming. I, I but, loved the over exaggerated speeches and everything. I loved fucking Carmen. Yeah, I, I got his I character, but as like his speeches made no sense. But at the same time, you're like, but I understand what you're saying. I was yeah. I was very like. Yoko was a big character for you to be invested in, not just for the fan service that she bought, but you just liked the character. Yeah, I like. You were a big fan of like this was Yoko carried with a fucking yeah. Yoko carried this for eight episodes, but then they did her day. Do you know where I? Yeah, they try and redeem it a bit, but yeah, they They did her day. They drop her as she becomes a second rate character after this. Do you know where I really enjoyed this? Where I really got invested in Yoko. Of course, I like Yoko from the start. But actually, the bit where I got invested was I draw the line in the sand eight. here. No, really, eight. literally, because when she kisses got, his bro, yeah, because we got more than just the one-dimensional. I shoot a gun, so and I, I liked her a bit more because of that exact same reason. But I got it when she was like, "I will draw the line right here, and I'm not moving from this spot. I'll die here." In episode three, to. yeah, there. I, up until there, I'm like, "You're here for tits and ass." And then at that point, I'm like, you're here for tits she, and ass and to kick some fucking She was there for a lot all the way up to episode eight, nine. And yeah. then they were like, yeah, she's a background character She now. stops She becomes prominent. a cheerleader. She stops yeah. being prominent episode 11. Earlier. Mm, earlier. Earlier. I'd say, earlier. I'd say it's... Halfway through episode nine. When, probably when, after... Yeah, I'd say nine is where... No, it's the last Mia. episode where she becomes... Yeah, as soon as, after, Mia, as, soon no, as no. Mia shows up... After Mia... Nia. 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 After she shows up, not that episode, not the one after that, but the one after that, because it's the one where she That's is going to be 11. killed. It's the one she, where she's going to be killed and she shoots her. Through the hair. Through the yeah. hair. Yep. We're, we're not talking about those because that all comes up later anyway. Yeah, but yeah. Yoko's a character so far, brilliant. Yeah. All right? Yeah. The, the carrying factor for me, I didn't find Bro funny and I wasn't bothered about him dying. That is just I how I felt about it. I was. Didn't bother me in the slightest. Hated Simon. He just moaned and bitched all the time and then somehow clicks into I, fucking gear. Again, though, that is our lead character for a lot yeah, of anime. How many times do we watch an anime and complain because the character is a moany twat? Yeah. Every single one we have complained yeah, about. Just is. because this is Gurren Lagan, we seem to find it acceptable. It's acceptable because he does change. Yeah, it he does become Kirito. He gets that Kirito arc, the exact arc. same Kirito arc, but it's also done no exactly what exactly He just becomes almost a body double of bro. Kind of. Mm, he does. No. He doesn't. He give... adopts his sayings. He adopts yeah. his stances. He adopts the way he does stuff. He just 
fucking fills his well, shoes. Well, yeah, that's his biggest influence and has been since they got. But as they, far that's as we what know. they've done. They've just they just they. And that's we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it again. His coping mechanism. That's later, but. Yeah, at the minute, not a fan of his character. Yeah, he is an empty shell. At episode eight, a he's an empty kid. shell. He is supposed to be that person that, to be honest, if you looked at the anime and you were just quite bland, you got uh, up to episode six or seven, and you didn't realise what happened in episode eight, you'd look at it and you'd think, right, coming as your main person, he's going to drive the story in that. Sea Moon's there. You think he's going to step up eventually? Yeah, you think he's going to step up eventually. You know that's going to happen, but, but you, you'd obviously don't think the bro's going to Then die. you'd then think, how are they going to make him step up? Well, the only way they're going to make well, him step up is by having a major trauma or something happen to him I that thought forces it, him to I thought it. it was going to be the way that they're going is they're amassing an army and then they're going to go, well, someone needs to lead this army and everyone chooses Karen and kind of goes, no, him. That's the way I thought yeah, it was going to go. Yeah, and Carmen sort of takes a back but, seat to it all. Yeah, yeah. and then Carmen becomes just the hype man, second yeah. place. And, you know, behind closed doors, Carmen does exactly what Carmen does for Simone all the time. But then hypes him. Simone is the one in the meetings going, this is what I think we should do. Because he's the brains. Because no, he's, yeah. Because he thinks with his it's head. It's just the fact that Simone has been a blank slate character all the way up to episode eight. Well, it's a, it's, he's been a follower. He's been a follower, yeah. And also... If you look at it all the way up to episode eight, he has an arc right there where you can see it. Oh, he's afraid to get into a fight. He doesn't want to go into these situations. You knew where he was going. Yeah, you know where he's going, but you don't know how he's going to get there. No, and the way that they not the way, and that's how they get. He gets there by copying. Is it? It gets to the point where he goes to an extreme in episode nine, where it is. I will fight fucking anything because that's what Bro would have done, and then he reigns it back into a middle ground. Later, it's yeah, just the fact yeah, of he, he adopts a bit of him and a bit of bro yeah. and puts it together. Yeah, it's just up to episode eight at yeah. the moment where it's just he is the empty shell. Yeah, so, we don't realize he's going to be the main character until we get to no. the next bit, eight, even the next bit. That yeah, eight, eight in, I'm I, yeah, all right, I'm watching it, I'm not invested. I was fucking hooked on this. Yeah. I watched this in maybe like two or three days, the whole thing, mm. all of it. Like, I had what, to watch it, 26 bits and episodes. Bits and pieces. You watched the whole thing? I watched the whole fucking thing in like two or three days. Do you I know blasted what? this the fuck through. Yeah, I got to episode 15 after three days and I was like, I should stop now. But I'm actually thinking, mm, I might watch the rest because t- screw it. I like it. I enjoy, actually, to be fair, I enjoy what happens next. It uh, isn't as much. What happens even after episode 15 is, which is where we're going to stop in the next episode, is still fantastic because it, it does do that. Dragon Ball trope, <laughs> an anime trope of how can we get a bigger, badder enemy? Well, and then they go, yeah. well, the enemy is the galaxy. Yeah. At first, it's, you know, the Spiral King, and then it's the moon, which is slightly bigger, and then it's the fucking entire universe because it's bigger. That It's the like a big point of this show is here's something ridiculous and they're going to be it. Well, the trope is uh, we're going to try really hard, we're going to scream really loud, and yeah, that's going to win it for us. Even for him, like is. the calmest thing on the planet in episode 15 is screaming in the final episode. Yep. Like, yeah. All right, you fucking character-breaking prick. Calm down. <laughs> well, on that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we will finish episode 9 to 15. We're only going to 15, guys, because that's the end of sort of the major death plot of the line. Spiral King. The death of the Spiral King. And if you want to see any more of it, like me and Grayson do, Ashimi doesn't, by the way. So join us next time. 
If you've got any questions or queries or just want to chat to us, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at How Not To Summon or you're welcome to join our Discord at How Not To Summon A Podcast. We're always active and we will reply. I've been Sheenie Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye, bro.